Welcome back to Steam Powered Scoundrels, a Malifaux podcast. Episode 39, Like, What Are You Doing, Step Scoob? Thing Shit. Like, hit the record button. <laughs> the movie, the thing where if like you know Swedish or whatever, and they 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 literally uh, spoil the movie in the first like sentence. Finish, yeah. I think. Finish, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think it but is finish. Really trust the Finns. So I mean, when, in that way, you finish the movie friendly. at the very beginning. Yeah, speed run. <laughs> Learn finish. You can speed run the movie. <laughs> Nowadays, if you have YouTube, you can speed run the movie. That applies to all movies, officially. No, no, YouTube is so that every time the thing, if someone says the thing, you can add the B movie in the middle of it. No. Oh, my God. (laughs) No. Oh, boy. No. You know what, actually, I would love to do is travel back in time and physically create those fucking YouTube memes of, like, X show, but when X happens, something else happens. Can we do steam-powered scoundrels, but every time Doug says something about Tony Ironsides, the entirety of B-movie plays? Uh, <laughs> would that be longer or would it be longer if the word coward came up? <laughs> oh, boy. Depends on how much I've had See, to I thought, I thought you were going to like go back in time to like uh, kill the creator. Romeo and Juliet, but every time someone curses, uh, King George gets played, and every time someone dies in that, uh, Othello really gets played. <laughs> Shakespearean versions. Oh no! I like. Well, the, now I know what I'm doing on my YouTube channel. I like <laughs> the speed up ones. The speed up ones are mm-hmm. fun because you yeah. know it's coming. <laughs> Every and time someone certain, dies, it gets faster. End of hey, uh, so yeah. <laughs> The movie Spirit, but every time a horse neighs, it gets faster. Yes. Oh, no. well, like, it's one of my favorites. Get, it's so good. It's like two <laughs> minutes of nothing, absolutely nothing, and then it starts picking up, and then it starts picking up, and then it hits like this one point in the movie, and it's done. It goes from like 10x speed to just end of movie. It's so perfect. Yeah. Now, the one we always point out is the. the uh, Music video for Hey Ya, uh, and every time they say Hey Ya, uh, it. No, gets... every time they say All Right. Sorry, All Right. They, oh, it speeds God. Up. You know that yeah. one point. You know that one point in the uh, song. You're just mm-hmm. waiting for it the entire time. You're sitting there on edge. And suddenly it's gone, and so is the rest of the video. And it's beautiful. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> That's. Uh, I will point someone if they want, like, a visual representation of what exponential growth is. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, that's, that's perfect. It. That is it. Beautiful. Uh, welcome back to uh, Scheme Powered Scout Scum and uh, fuck it. This is a Scheme Powered Scoundrels. That was we're taking over schemes and stones. We're now the Scheme Powered Scoundrels. I was absolutely horrible, and I've had like two sips of an alcoholic drink. That was oh good it's lord! It's been a whole week, and we're still con tired. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, but out of that's kind of tired though. Out of five of us, only one of us getting con crud. Holy crap, is that good? That is impressive. Yeah. And like my immune system is super fucking weak anyway, so I was expecting it. I've never had con crud, and I didn't even know that was a concept Disgusting. until like two years ago. Yeah. I think working in the emergency room helped. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. that helped a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I feel like emergency room workers and like kindergarten teachers are immune to con crud. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, no, this is gonna be one of those ones where we're just gonna go off on Tandis all yep. the time because this is the unserious steam-powered scoundrels recap of Gen Con Ver- versus the serious one. We're gonna have a serious version. Well, I think the serious one is gonna be kind of going over Malfoy Burns. Yeah. yeah, 
Not not the fluff, specifically not the fluff. Not the fluff, but the book. Okay. Yes, because you have to buy the book, you cowards. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about the fluff later, at least of a couple course. months yeah. down the road. But yeah. Go to the future and buy the book, you cowards. Should be using us to get their, <laughs> their fluff fixed by the fucking book. You, you cowards. cowards. <laughs> but yeah, since we have access to the book, we can go over the cards, and I was probably a bit of the fluff that spoiled on the individual unit page. Sure, why not? Whatever. But yeah, we'll give our two cents on collective two cents on the masters and extra models. Now, um, not going to make any grand sweeping generalizations about mm-hmm. how things are broken and the sky is falling. No, no. Yeah. Because the math math. Math, not even As once. we all know, the math doesn't always math all the way to the table. Math. Math. Whatever. I mean, Stuff could definitely be broken. I'm just not going to say anything is definitely broken until we get a look at it because yep. Jacob Lynch at the start of third edition. <laughs> okay, yay, anyways. Yay. Uh, Gen Con recap. Gen Con recap. All of us went to Gen Con. Hooray. Hey! Hooray! Steam-powered scoundrels go to Gen Con. Yeah, not that exciting for those other three people, but us, yours truly, Douglas and Mrs. Douglas Scoundrels. There it is. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, sorry, Victoria and Mr. Victoria name. Scoundrels. Better, thank you. I appreciate it. Douglas, Douglas Scoundrels. Hyphenated, so it's, so it's Mr. Mr. Douglas Victoria Scoundrels. <laughs> Why was I talking about Gen Con? Gen Con. This is the first time we've ever went to Gen Con. Yes. Hi. At the early, early age of 33, we finally made it out to Gen Con. Hooray. At least it's not our first con in general. Just Gen Con. Lake Geneva yes, Con, first Gen actually. Con in general. <laughs> general Con. Right. General. That's where it started. That's yeah. why it's called Speaking. Gen Con. Good trivia. But not in Lake Geneva anymore. Oh, okay. I used to think that, too. I, I thought it was short for general <laughs> convention. Might be. <laughs> Generic convention. Um. Anyway, so... Speaking of conventions, Brittany's invited us down for Dragon Con. When's that? Uh, Labor Same. Day weekend. Okay. But yeah, first, first Gen Con for us because uh, we were parents before we were board gamers. Yes. And our daughter's birthday is on the 26th of July. And it frequently fell on right Gen then. Con. On or very close to. <laughs> so thanks to the personal pan pizza, we are <laughs> we're able to go to this Gen Con. Um, and next year it looks like it will be on on and off weekend. So we will kind of plan on doing that again. Yeah. So hooray. Yeah. Yay. Awesome. Yeah. Woo. So hopefully we'll like have money saved this time. Yeah. I, you, we're going to mm-hmm. talk about this a lot. Mm-hmm. Ollie's going to use this as an excuse a lot, but we didn't do a lot of planning stuff, organized stuff. Because we found out we were going one whole fucking week before the convention. Yep. Yep. So we could we signed up for one demo. Mm-hmm. One whole demo. One whole demo. One whole demo. And then we just figured we'd wing it. And we actually managed to do pretty good yeah, with we that. Yeah, we did a good number of things. But you guys had full-ass schedules. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so you, you had left us in the dust. Jeez. And, and that's oh, after, man. for me at least, several years of like having a more down. full schedule than that and learning to tone it the mm-hmm. hell down. The, the first four or you, five Gen Cons I did, did you I, I, uh, I... I lived out of snack bars, out of like pouches on my belt. <laughs> I am not kidding. Snacks. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, Snacktical. It works, but eventually you just get to a- <laughs> <laughs> You see, I, I would expect that for Roman, but not you, Eli. What? That's where the surprise I, gets you. I aim to disappoint. See, it's rubbing off on you. Not right now. <laughs> God. <laughs> That's only available on the OnlyFans. Right. Yes, the Steam Hearts Scoundrel OnlyFans. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Take that, Craig. 
<laughs> I'm really just having a only fans out on the internet. Craig's a coward. Uh, <laughs> so, give us feedback. Are you anyways, sure? yeah. <laughs> Tangent. Tangent. Hey, we're talking about Gen Con. Gen Con. That was a seven hour drive. For, seven hour drive for me. How long was it for you, Nate? Uh, it's about four. Uh, it's five going that way, three coming back. Oh yeah, because yeah, the, the thingy, the dealy. Because Indiana, for some reason, is in Eastern time. It's technically Eastern. Gross. Like you go to the line that says you're in Eastern or Central time, you throw a rock, you hit Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah as long as you're facing east when you throw that rock. <laughs> Got, I gotta have that caveat. <laughs> but yeah, we mm-hmm. drove up on Wednesday, managed to get there soon enough to get our crap from Weird because we volunteered and have a very nice dinner at Romans. Yeah. Well, stuff. I appreciate that they were very quick and efficient with taining out yeah. our stuff, so we didn't have to yeah. park illegally at that TGI Fridays for too long. <laughs> I wasn't in the car. I could have moved it if I needed to. You probably just would have been, if someone came up to you, like, I'm waiting for my order, and then... It wasn't illegal parking, it was loitering. It might we be. were waiting for the TGI Fridays to open. You were waiting for the TGI Fridays to open. They were Thank you God, it was not Friday. <laughs> But yes, uh, got our stuff, got our, got not our masks, they didn't have them there. Um, we had to get them the next day. Had to get them the next day. Aw, oh, ding darn. That was so rough. Uh, and Roman put on a delicious dinner of brisket and soup and other delicious things. And the vegetables. Vegetables. And, oh yeah, we also got a shit ton of bread. So much bread. So much bread. Because I had like a oversized hockey puck of butter that needed used. And the best way to use that, we found, is usually just bread and dumping it on bread. And it's good. Excessive amounts of it Yeah, no. bread. Rowan was nice enough to put us up for the entire con, so we kind of paid him back in food a little bit. Very much appreciated. I was the lion's share of the bread eating, to be perfectly honest. (laughs) It was a lot of bread. I appreciated the French toast that you made, because that was just... mm. That was very good. Yay! I can make a decent French toast. Still upset. Welcome to Steam Powered Scoundrels, a food con podcast. (laughs) (laughs) One of the few things I'm confident is my ability to make decent food. You are a good cook. My color commentary. Two things. But anyways, do we do we actually talk about the con stuff now? Do we do we have any more preamble? I'd I'd just say jump in. All right, hey Rowan, what's this first bullet point here? You like talking about this thing? Yeah. So Gen Con. Moved a few things around as we got closer to con time. At one point, they said, hey, if you can prove you're vaccinated, you don't need a mask all the time. If you can't, you do. Um, And as we got closer with uh, Delta numbers jumping, they essentially said, everybody's in a mask unless you're eating or like real quick need to take a drink. Everybody cool with that? Excellent. Because if you're not, you can't come in and you will be escorted from the con. I just want to give a huge shout out to everybody who attended Gen Con. I saw maybe like a very, very small handful of you even having trouble with like having the mask up over your nose. Everybody had it on. I don't think I heard anybody complain about it, um, which I was just super happy to see that. My one hope for the future, especially as uh, other variants and things pop up, uh, because unless people actually all go get vaccinated, they're going to keep happening, everybody, because that's how science works and mutations that aren't X-Men. Uh, but I would, I would hope in the future, since we have seen, I think a, a couple other cons this summer earlier did require vaccination proof and masks to stop like Delta spreading and whatnot. I hope Gen Con adds that as well. 
of the of both. But again, we have five people here. One of us got Concred because we were all masked up the whole time. I would be fine wearing max masks just on that, just from even without Delta. Yeah. Like it was not difficult. And like even even my Concred was not that bad this year. Like I just generally felt kind of crappy for a day. Mm-hmm. To be honest, it might not even have been Concred because it was Thursday by the time you started true. like really feeling done. Mm. That's true. Diseases do take a little bit longer to actually hit you, though. So yeah, could have been Concred. Could not have been Concred. God, I'm bad with words today. <laughs> it's actually been really a long day. Yeah, like Same. like okay, yeah. Mass is great. The low attendance was amazing because that was enough people for me. I'm not mm-hmm. a huge crowds person. Victoria's not a huge crowds person. And when not a pro, our first Gen Con probably would have been considerably less enjoyable if it was mm-hmm. the normal sides yeah, of crowds. Probably. Yeah. Although, um, like, <clears throat> on our last day there, I found the quiet room. Nice. Very cool. <laughs> I still don't know where the quiet room is. Second floor. Okay. Yeah, no, the, when, when we were there on Thursday, my, my thought was, there's so few people, even like right after the, the doors opened for the exhibit hall, I was like, you can actually, Claim and hold a whole five foot square if this was a a D and D mat. Whereas normally, like especially after the the fiftieth anniversary a couple years ago, hmm. you will have three or four people packed into that one space with you, and hmm. you can either move with the, with the uh, current, the current of of flesh, or you can drown. Uh, flesh current. <laughs> Whereas, <laughs> the, did you guys get to the the exhibit hall on Saturday? Yes. I was working at the exhibit okay. on Saturday. The little bit that I was in there on, on Saturday running through to go to food, that is about as busy as Thursday and Friday was the couple years before the pandemic. Hmm. And Saturday was like triple what yes. that Saturday was. Gee, yeah. Wow. Nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, it gets Saturday crazy. might have to be blocked off entirely. Yeah. No, I, I was perfectly fine with the lower number of people. It was nice. It was mm-hmm. very chill. You did not feel like you had to give yourself an hour to get through the food line to actually yeah. get food. It was, it was um, pretty manageable. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was good. Although, like, if we go next year, we might resort to packing lunches for Saturday because I would like. Yeah, I would actually probably pack lunches for most days, just because, like, I save money. I get physically in you. do not enjoy eating out two meals a day for multiple days in a row. That's mm-hmm. right. It makes me feel like garbage, and I'm already a fatty. Have a have a fruit, have so a f- I'm not ha- dying by the end fruit. of it. Like that's that's like my only complaint about like the food around Gen Con is like there's no like fruit or vegetable options like anywhere really. Fruit flavored cupcakes, <laughs> varying degrees of trash, <laughs> which is not fruit. Either. More sugar. <laughs> Listen, I'm just I'm just gonna say I I disagree with you. I love eating from a truck four days in a row. It's uh, you're a trash man though. Yeah, mm-hmm. like me. yeah. I mean, you, trash boys. You got island noodles. They got plenty of veggies in there. It's not what I would call yeah. a, a good day's worth of veggies, but for a, a quick meal, it's not bad. Yeah, but you can't have noodles four days in a row. That's very true. Um, That's a shit ton of throwies, potatoes, wow. or vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> if only they counted as the leafy green type. Oh, now you get all specific. <sighs> Sadly, potatoes are more of bread than of of vegetable. This from a man who refuses to acknowledge broccoli as edible. Yeah, that's because it's not because it's secretly trying to kill you. I mean, you're wrong, Roman. Yeah, but broccoli, though, Eli, you're also like nearly a decade younger than us, and you probably don't have the health problems that we have. I have my own different health problems. Mm. 
Sure, but they're not our health. I think we're all clinical oh, health okay. health problems. Yeah, okay, there we go. Anyways, let's talk about <laughs> Gen Con. I mean, we are talking about Gen Con tangentially. Sort of. I'm talking about food trends. So, uh, <laughs> when's, Wednesday. 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 Uh, opens up. We got in line for the exhibit hall. I no, think it's Thursday. 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 Wednesday was Thursday. 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 Yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday was travel and pickup shit day. Thursday is the actual convention convention day. Mm-hmm. And we grouped up in a nice little huddle of people and went through the big fucking line to the exhibit hall. Which actually went really fast. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Straight to the weird booth. Again, I would not be able to handle that press of people. It was a larger crowd. No, absolutely not. Yeah. And, and, and again, the weird thing is, normally that, that crowd that we had at the one door, that's at both of the main doors. And it's, I wouldn't say at the beginning that much bigger. Like, it's probably 50% bigger than that. But not everybody wants to get up early day one to do that. 50% so weird, is a lot. It, it, and, and yeah, it is. The weird thing, though, is normally when everybody is allowed through there, like most of the crowd stops at the first booth, which was Paizo, used to be, until they weren't there this year. And the the crowd just kind of migrates as a crowd. This year, like, we stopped at the weird booth because that's what we wanted to do first. But, like, the rest of the crowd dispersed, which was really cool. Like, I know I've seen pictures on the internet of, oh, no, Gen Con's going to be a super spreader, which hopefully it doesn't. If so, I'm going to point at the football fans from the last day Mm. Um, because they were not masked up, everybody. And, yeah. Was that Sunday? Yes. Yeah. We weren't there, so I wouldn't. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, was it was upsetting to to watch everybody else of of the nerd clan like follow the rules, and then suddenly these football fans are coming in, going, "Oh no, we don't have to." No, you. It's literally the rule for the building, not just for the con. Yeah. Oh no, we're we're gonna just wander through here to the the football stadium. Okay, um, guys. No, yeah, it was nice having having three days of seeing like a large group of people all work together and follow the rules and get a lot of hope just to have it crushed on the fourth day by a bunch of fucking football fans. Yeah, which again, at least that was mostly a half day, and most of them were not in the building. But it was the like if you were getting lunch or something before heading oh, yeah. out, like you were you were trying to dodge the football crowd. But anyway, like the cool thing about day one was that running of the nerds uh, when they opened the door, it, it dispersed, and you had your your at least five foot square to yourself, if not more, which is unheard of. A gen gun, yeah. In this economy, you you had personal <laughs> space. Yeah, like I did a lot of people dodging, but you were there. <laughs> did a lot of people dodging, but at no point did I feel like people were encroaching on my space, which was insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Weird, weird Booth, uh, and we immediately got there, because since Paizo wasn't there, Weird took their spot. Go Weird! Oh, Heck yeah! yeah. Right in awesome. front! And we, Literally right yeah. in front of the door. I absolutely yeah. fucking love the kindergarten puzzle floor. It was great! <laughs> yes. It was so good! It was so nice to stand on. Yeah, it was actually really nice to stand on when volunteering. <laughs> That's, yeah, they, they pretty much always use that, the green and black mm-hmm. tiles. It's the first time we were there! Well, I was being excited, Nate! Yeah. I'm elaborating. That is, that is their liked, floor. I've always liked that, and I've always liked their their like wrought iron gate yeah, wall to like help keep <laughs> the crowds coming in on the booth on one side. Yeah. Oh, a yeah. lot of people who who came up to there was like, "I came here because the booth looks really interesting. Will you tell me what this place is about?" Nice. So that's come it's in, cool. Come into the fence. Yeah. Come. Let us tell you all about it. Yeah. Are you ready? <laughs> Are you ready? 
Thank you. Um, but yeah, so we we got in there, grabbed the stuff that we wanted of the the cool things variety, which at this point the internet should know. There were a couple of boxes that weren't shown on their their website and weren't shown on the Thanks we're going to have this. So uh, we have Ivan and Misaki and uh, Jan Lo and the Victorias in various uh, houses of our own now. Presumably about a couple, several months early at this point. So they're not even on the release schedule yet. Yeah. And and fairly quickly, after meeting up with some other friends, we ran into, uh, not literally, but but recognized from the, the nose, bridge of his nose up, a certain <laughs> uh, a certain Kyle, and said hello. And Nate, what was your uh, first statement to him? <laughs> I certainly didn't call him a coward. That's to be you sure. You didn't. You <laughs> waited a whole not 30 seconds. <laughs> you waited a whole 30 seconds as I was impressed and proud that of you. That is impressive. It is impressive that that wasn't the first word out of your mouth. <laughs> like, I tried to be nice as much as I could. Uh. Yeah, no, there, there were a lot of various points this weekend where we, we got to sit and, well, not sit, but we, we got to chat with Kyle and or Matt at various points, and they were awesome, and we got to joke around with them in person, and I don't know about you guys, but for me, that just further cemented the the... Like, we like to, to joke at their expense a lot. And we're like, we hope they don't hate us. And this yeah. is where, no, they, yeah. they, they, yeah. they got made, that. Made, made me feel slightly less bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, yes. No, you aren't only tolerating us because we make content. <laughs> are they okay with this or are we bullies? <laughs> <laughs> you came over here and initiated a conversation with me. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, by the time we'd gotten through the, uh, we we were just kind of wandered around the store, and we only got the book at the time because mm-hmm. we weren't really sure what we had for spending money, so we were going to wait for our uh, volunteer cash before we really yeah. got anything. But I wanted the book right away because obviously book. I want to stare at all the things, pretties, at all the pretties, and yes. you know confirm and ordinary some theories I had about models and a certain lengths of certain handcuffs that have infuriated me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not salty about it. You want the way for the next recording. <laughs> but at flip to the book real quick about it. At that point, it was still like pretty busy and I didn't get a chance to speak to Kyle right off the bat because he was thoroughly engaged in giving out a demo for Bayou Bash and I didn't want to interrupt him because that's a dick thing to do. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, honestly, I didn't really recognize him from the bridge on the nose up because I've only seen his face like three times, but his voice is very recognizable. <laughs> so that's actually how I, how I picked him out. But um, what'd you guys go and do after that? Because I had to go volunteer pretty quick. I remember. No, I, didn't. I, Never mind. No, I no, volunteered didn't. immediately. That was my first thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what was I doing uh, was that- Thursday? I wonder if the Gen Com app still has my You schedule. and I were wandering around. We ran purchases back to the car because we didn't yeah, want to. No, yeah, we ran our our weird purchases back and then. To avoid getting mugged for. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think. I think, I think we should spend the next couple hours just wandering the wandering the, the hall. Because, mm-hmm. uh, Nate, you got, you got your Vagrant song the first day, right? Yes. Speaking of, yeah, I just want to throw a quick shout out to John and Chase uh, for grabbing that for me <laughs> um, from because they were all sold out of the main booth, but they had they managed to grab one for me at at the booth in the game hall. So. Collusion. Yeah, the, the hall. So, yeah. Collusion. Favorite song sold out within the first 15 minutes every single day. Yeah, they, they had limited copies every day and they just gone. I have some bitching to do about that, but let's wait till we get to the Vagrant song section. Yeah. Yeah. 
What? So you guys bring your shit out to the car. Uh, we eventually... We wandered around a little bit. Just a little bit of window yeah. shopping. And then we went and did our demo of the Kingdom Hearts game. Yes, the one demo we did. We, we paid for we, anyways. Well, no, it was free. We no, signed free. up for the it. The one though. we signed up the for. The one we signed up for. There you go. Ticketed event. <laughs> and then you had to go demo Bayou Bash, and I went and got us lunch. Mm-hmm. I will fully admit I was one of the people doing spoilers, but not in the most public public sense. I did it for a few friends and mm-hmm. the Discord, but yes. that was it. I wasn't like shouting for you. Weren't the on AWP or anything. And from what I heard, okay, let's, let's get that out of the way because there's going to be some complaining in this recording because it's not me if I don't complain about people I hate. Apparently, someone was attempting to take pictures of the book before the store even opened. Oh jeez, I could, I could. F- could have heard that wrong, but also I'm not that surprised. Yeah. Not at all. I, I will say as far as like sharing the images of the cards, Weird was really cool about that to the point yeah. of uh, their admins in the Weird Discord that day were like, hey, share it here. You're like, we know it's going to go out there because there are people here right. and that's what people are asking for. Mm-hmm. It's going to be here. It's going to be on AWP. Don't feel like you need to hide it from us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the you, you bought the book. It's your book. You're free to do with but it. But also, yeah, make sure you bought the book to set, to share the pictures. <laughs> yeah, <Yes>. right. <laughs> right. Like, don't stand in the weird booth and take pictures of the book, you coward. Yeah. Fucking cowards. So, while I was, after I was done doing spoilers for Friends, we did our demo of the Kingdom Hearts game, which was fun. It was fun. Mm-hmm. But ended up being easy as hell. Yeah, the end game got yeah. a little steamrolly on our side. I voted to sleep. Oh, my God. Oh. So, um, oh god, what was it called? Because it's just like it's Perilous got, Pursuit. Yes, apparently it's a series of games they do that are all titled Perilous Pursuit, and it just has the trappings of Kingdom Hearts. But pretty much, you need Donald. Donald is is yeah. key. Yeah, Donald. If you don't have Donald, you're gonna die. And you need to protect the Donald at all possible because he is literally the only source of reliable healing in the entire game. So unlike the video games, he is reliable healing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's the only source of healing. The only other way you can heal is if you beat certain bosses, not all of them. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Brutal. Oh, I know what else we were doing that day is uh, we were, Nate and Eli and I and another friend went to go play Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza. Yes. Oh, Lord. That's very fun. Yes. Yeah, go ahead and describe that. So, Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza is a card game wherein there are cards in a deck, and they are pictures Whoa. of, yeah, right, you, you put you store cards in a deck, <laughs> turns out. Um, but they are, they are pictures of tacos, cats, goats, cheese, and pizza in, like, little chibi anime-looking things. And you go around in a circle, and you say the words in that order as you flip over the next of the cards in your pile. It's kind of warlike, where you know everyone has their own deck of cards, and basically you want to be the first person to not have cards. Right. And whenever whatever you say in the little chant that everybody's keeping up matches the card that you flip over from your deck, everybody slaps that card, and you want to not be the last person. Because the last person that slaps has to take all of the cards from the current pile in the middle of the table. So that was fun. And then there's also a gorilla, a narwhal, and a groundhog. Uh, that whenever those come up, you have a motion you have to do before you can slap. Either, you know, beat your chest like a gorilla, dig like a groundhog, or put your arms together over your head like a, a narwhal horn. And some people... <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen. Some people see groundhogs and... and the groundhog and, and the gorilla. <laughs> I think they're gorillas. They were the same shade of brown and vaguely the same shape. 
and I, like I would sometimes I would sometimes do the wrong motion. Sometimes being about eighty five percent of the time that one came up, um, he got a, the normal. Though. He game. got the normal, and, and also we got to play this uh, in cosplay as Team Rocket with yep. a family yes. of four who had like two little boys with them, and they were. You had to wait for little boys to like to pick up on it, but the the parents were doing really good at like keeping them engaged on it, and it was it was so fun. Like yeah. would yeah, recommend as a quick party game. game. Yeah, I think there's some some deep strategy in trying to be. Not the last person to slap, but not the first person because you're smacking your hand on a wooden table and then everyone else's hands, everyone else's hands are coming down on your hand. Depending on how enthusiastic the other players are about it. I've never had that specific spot my thumb bruised before and it was weird. (laughs) Wear lots of rings. Uh, actually, that was that was one thing that the the lady that was like setting us up and running us through it the first couple times. She was like, "All Please right, remove warning: remove hand jewelry because we don't want broken broken handsies." Cowards! <laughs> Come on, just release an extreme version. <laughs> Everyone gets brass knucks. Clack. Clack. Okay, Clack. Go blood pizza. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Okay, um, so yeah, after kicking the ever-loving shit out of the Kingdom Hearts game, like, it, the, like the first two rounds were kind of rough, figuring mm-hmm. out the rules, figuring out what's going on, but you get to a point where you have enough items you can negate the bad stuff, and where everyone has, like, their their entire character sheet, more or less, filled out with the stuff you need, so when you roll a bunch of these, like, you get a bunch of specials on the dice you roll, like, you're dealing 20 damage, yeah, healing, just, like, putting shields out, and all this other shit. Kicking the shit. <laughs> just beating the ever-loving fuck out of them. the bosses. Yes. Absolute boss disrespect. Look at me. <clears throat> I'm the boss now. But yeah, those first two <laughs> rounds are a little... The first two rounds are really where you win or lose it. Because mm-hmm. if you roll really, really, really shit, you could actually lose on the first go-round. Oh no! My yeah. character almost died. <laughs> like, like not even dying. Like, there's a trick that's mm-hmm. sort of a tug and war thing. If you get it to the good side, then you beat the boss, and if you get to the bad side, the boss wins. And if you lose to the boss twice, game over. But if you roll a thing where, like, you move that tracker two times and you roll that face of the die like three or four times, game over immediately. Dunzies. It was still fun, <clears throat> and it doesn't yeah. ha- didn't have that problem. At least I feel that the problem that a lot of co-op games have where if you have one person that has a better game sense than everyone else, it's just a one-player game Mm -hmm. with spectators. And we didn't really have that, so that was cool. That's good. Yeah. And then I volunteered. I don't know what Victoria did during the time. I went and got you lunch, and then I hung out over by the weird booth with you. Yay, thank you. That's exactly what I did the entire time. Although I, I did go walk around the dealer's room a little bit, but... Oh, yeah. So I volunteered to run free demos of Bayou Bash, having never played the game before in my life. <laughs> to their credit, though, I mean, not, not, yes, to their credit, the rules were simple enough to read. I had seen, you know, someone had done like a demo game, I think, online. Mm-hmm. Yes. Am I thinking that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Probably. And I, I'm, I'm like, I'm confident, confident enough in my game sense to be able to understand what's going on. So the rules were, the rules are pretty darn simple once you get your yeah, head, head wrapped around it. But it is not a fucking kids game. No. 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 It is a brutal game. That game wants you to fight. Like, like, yes, it's it's a brutal game that game needs you to fight. But you need like the future planning and mm. 
several steps ahead of a more advanced mm-hmm. game that a kid is just going to keep running themselves off the, the track and not have yep. fun. So, but I mm-hmm. barely ran that game. I did like two or three demos and one of them was to Victoria. Yeah. And I think the reason behind it, not nothing of like really weird's fault, but one people didn't realize that you could just walk up to a random fucking game and be like, can I play this? And the other thing being it like the art style lends itself to looking more like a kid's game. Right on the fucking box is like 13 mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Wherever it is up there. We, I can barely see it. But yeah, if you look at all the other weird stuff and compare it to the artwork of Bayou Bash, you're like, oh, that's probably their kid's game, right? No. Absolutely not. It is a lovely, lovely destruction derby of mayhem, but it is very fun. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> it is. It's drunk in Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah basically. Um, and it's even better when you're drunk. It's also. It is not. Uh, it's not made for no. two players. No. Like you can play with two players, but it just doesn't work. One person's going to get ahead, and they're going to run the. They're just going to run the game for the rest yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. From experience, with the right other person, you could probably run it with two if both of them are playing two racers. But it's got to mm-hmm. be the right kind of person where they're like going to split their brain in half and go. This half is playing this person. This half is playing that person, and like. They're not just using their second character as, yes, this is another person to allow me to win. Well, I, th- I think in that case, you only end the race and are declared first place when both of your racers cross the finish line. Yeah. yeah. That would make sense. And yeah. I, I think you could modify, you could modify it for being kid friendly. Yeah. Well, no, I was, I was, I was thinking for yeah. children because I have children. Two of them. One, one of them can physically play the game. <laughs> And I think that's probably a case of maybe just don't allow them to go off the edge of the of track. That's right. You could do. You could basically do like a, a gutter guards essentially. Yeah. Either yeah. either just either mm-hmm. you just lose the dice or you lose their turn. One of the two. But like them yeah, just not completely ending their turn would suck. Count the edge is an obstacle. Yeah. 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 I don't think I that, see that takes away too much from the entire mechanic of the game. Yeah. You no, I, I think that still works. No scully tokens. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, yeah. that was four hours of me, and I got a nice conversation with Matt. Who is not Kyle. And who is not Kyle, and Kyle, who is not Matt. I will not <laughs> elaborate on that. One is much taller than the other, and one will tell you that to your face if you said you may have confused one for the other. Which turns out I didn't, but I thought I had, which was really embarrassing. I'm sorry, Matt or Kyle, I'm not sure which one of you. Matt and or Kyle. Yeah, I'm uh, both of you, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, this is where I f- Matt is Kyle. Kyle this is, is where Matt I found confirmed. out they don't hate me, which is really good. Give Kyle the Matt keywords, you cowards. <laughs> a nice short conversations with them, but of course they were also working. They were doing stuff, mm-hmm. so I wasn't going to like kidnap them. And I could. I'm not going to kidnap them because that's a lot of effort to get them to Roman's car and then into Roman's basement. And we want to enjoy the con, so that yeah. wasn't a no, it wasn't an option. So what were they all? I'm I'm fairly I'm fairly sure if we told Kyle, hey, we want you to like come have drinks and play Vagrant Song with us, he would jump into the car himself. Lure him yeah. Just yeah. And mm-hmm. just and then pull the stick out of the box, collapses <laughs> over. <laughs> 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 Guys, are we playing Vagrant Song? <laughs> no, you're going to the basement. Is Vagrant oh, Song geez. in the basement? <laughs> But yeah, what were you guys during, doing during the afternoon during my shift? Eli, were you, how long were you working on Thursday? I only worked, I only worked four hours did. on Thursday. Uh, and then 
And I was at the exhibit service. hall, uh, you know, doing customer service. I found out later that I was wrong. I wasn't supposed to be there. I was supposed to be doing quick oh, no. demos. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. I'm sorry, weird. What were you supposed to be demoing? There well, was, they didn't uh, give you your mask. So. Just quick demos of... They didn't give me my mask. No, they, I was supposed to be quick demoing um, Malifaux mm, on the other side. And I thought I just had three uh, booth shifts and one Whoops. Bayou Bass shift, but I... <laughs> Got that mixed up somehow. I mean, you you did a lot of good work with the customer service. I did. Though. I did actually enjoy that. I got a few sales, oh, so yeah. that felt good. Helping helping support the weird. Yeah. What was company. what was the the really good uh, story you had of the oh the really thankful customer? That <clears throat> yeah. Make so there was a couple that came. Uh, I think they looked at the booth a little bit earlier in the day, and they came later. This was uh, Saturday. Mm. Uh, it was my eight hour, I had two four hour shifts. So it was basically like a full work day that I'm at the booth and I'm starting to starting to wind down a bit. And I get this, this couple who seems really interested. They they're returning and they want to know more. And so I go through like all the usual things I'm telling people, like the basic game mechanics, it's a card based skirmish game, blah, blah, blah. Um, and they're still very interested as I've gotten through what most people are like, okay, I'm going to leave now, or I'm going to buy the thing. Uh, and so I got to go into more detail and start talking about, say, the community, uh, which is Malifaux community is generally just an amazing community um, and better than <laughs> I, w- I would say better than most other gaming communities, especially the ones I've experienced. Mm-hmm. So uh, I get to that point as I'm talking to them about this and they're like, yeah, every every single person who's been wearing a weird shirt has been kind and informative and very helpful and accepting. And it just it made me really happy to hear them say that and like supercharge me for the rest of my shift. Uh, but like, it was just, it was so good to know that like we're out there building a great reputation for weird as a whole and to be a part of that. Uh, it was, it was good. It, it really boosted my whole Gen Con experience. Hey, yes. Yeah. Back to the question of what you guys were doing that afternoon. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, after Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza, which started when Eli got off of his, his shift uh, that morning, uh, I think we made sure we we went to go feed uh, feed Eli. Because I had not eaten. Yeah, and this was at like, what, two in the afternoon about now three. or something? I got off my yeah. shift at two. Taco, that was like, yeah, it was yeah. like three. We did that for about an hour, and then, yeah, we went to go get like dinner, dinner or lunch. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that was the other thing. That was when... And we'll we'll talk about this a little bit more, but that was when I I hunted down Matt and Kyle at the uh not the exhibit hall booth, the, the event, event hall booth, yeah. and I, I presented them with uh hey, we ordered uh Bonanza Brawl decks and as a, a token of our appreciation to you guys for just being great and to Weird in general for saying yes you can make these, uh would you each like one? And I, I presented them, as, and they would. I was thinking maybe one of them would say yes, they can play it in the office or something. Both of them took it. Both of them were like, "This looks really fun," and thank you so much for for thinking of this. So again, just it was it was very cool to have that interaction with them. And then we ran away and fed Eli so he would stop chewing on my leg. I wasn't aiming for the leg. Oh, oh my. <laughs> oh my. I'm gonna let y'all. I'm gonna let y'all make whatever assumptions you want from that. Toes. He was going for the toes. Okay. Uh, whatever assumptions well, you want. He's writing a fanfic of of his actual target, which you can get on our OnlyFans. Uh, at evening. Um. It, we evening. we ran a, we went, ran a bonanza brawl. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
took a while yeah. to get our stuff, but that's due to a miscommunication. But we eventually ran it. We only got through like three rounds that time because we all had shit to do at six o'clock. Like all of us had shit to do at six o'clock. Mm-hmm. But what three rounds is good enough to really get a yeah. good feel of it. Um, at that point, turn four and five is just clean up. And sometimes by turn three, you already have an idea who's probably going to win it. But not this case. But it was still cool. We played. Yes. Oh, I forgot. Someone cracked open the Bayou starter. And yes. just handed out mm-hmm. models, and then the fifth player was Doug Bowman, who was playing his Doug Serena Doug, Doug Bowman. Serena, Bowman. Serena Doug Bowman uh, <laughs> at Bash. Um, that was that was a lot of fun. Fluffernutter is really good at this game type. Nice. You can just he can just mm-hmm. do a lot of ping damage. A lot of he can pulse out ping damage, which can is really like, good for that. Yeah, yeah, for like a six seven Stolzone model to be able to like just give themselves. Four, five, six damage. damage. Yeah, Seems that's good. pretty good. I mean, he's like, you sneeze on him and he dies. That's, that's yeah, the balancing he's a part. Soft. It's a bunny. It's a fucking rabbit. The bunny rabbit. Bunnies are tough. Those models are gorgeous and I can't wait to get yes. mine. Wait, no, no, they Nate. So Nate the pre-assembled go fuck yourself with the worst thing ever. <laughs> fuck you, Roma. <laughs> 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 I got so mad right there. I forgot you were Doug, not Roma. <laughs> Fuck you, those models, the, the, the Bayou starter models look awesome for what they Honestly, are. Honestly. Like, goddamn. Yeah, they they're, really they're, do. They're every, really nice. every pre-assembled model they put out is yeah, better than the last. Yep. It's hard to even find the seams on some of them. Mm-hmm. I, I will say it was slightly easier in the TOS starter, but I think those may have been made earlier, and they may, may have been sitting on them for yeah, a while yeah. for mm-hmm. them to, to be also, released. Also, like... T- um, but even those, they're they're way better than the the TOS Allegiance box first runs. Like they are clearly learning as they go and improving. TOS every starter time. is in this nebulous space where it is insanely cheap on a per model basis, mm-hmm. and so they probably need to save a little bit of money somewhere. And still, like they're still great models. Probably, yeah. I can go downstairs mm-hmm. and grab all of them and then shake them. They're not going to break or anything, but. Um, yeah, that, that um, and for anybody who, like that, Akira is awesome. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah, that Akira. So good. Yeah, <laughs> that Akira is good enough to make me want to play not only Rezzers but Karai specifically, <laughs> just for that model. Um, and also for anybody for whichever TOS models you have, where you're like, oh, them they're bent or whatever. Put them in hot water. Bend them to where you want them. Put them in cold water. It is it's so simple. a lot less time than assembling them. Yes. But it takes even less time to complain on the internet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fair. Yes. Okay. But so. more time to have an entire fucking thread arguing with people about it. Oh, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> 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 uh, my foot's asleep. Everyone needs Uh-oh. to know that. Why do you keep doing that to yourself? Because I'm sitting on the floor. Oh, you should. You could not. come up here on the couch. You get a, a couch or a chair. If I sit on the couch, I'm going to lean to the point where my chest hits my knees. Okay. <laughs> we tried that before. It's just okay. Better for me to complain about. But anyways, we any, had like a chairs? really short Marvel Crisis Protocol demo. Yeah, I feel a little bad because I know Rob was very excited to run that. Um, but there was just again bad yeah. scheduling, yeah. conflicting. Yeah, a yeah. recurring theme was we planned to do something and then we didn't do and it. And then we'd run out of time. Yeah. Because there was other shit going on. 
the the the, the, thread, yeah. the red vines didn't quite line yeah. up properly. Yeah. It's like I planned to do something with you guys every night, and we did none of it. And I know you don't hate me, had. so that kind of just explains how like busy and tired we were. It's just yeah, no. Consistent through line for every every night of Gen Con was get home at least an hour after I thought I was going to pass out from exhaustion, do whatever cleanup for the, the kitchen needed to happen so that I wouldn't hate myself half groggily making breakfast in the morning and pass the hell out. Want to do things at night, realize there's not enough time to do things at night, be grumpy about it and go to sleep. Uh, And eat a bunch of bread and eat bread. I wasn't going to let that bread Mm -hmm. go bad. Okay, before before bread. we went to bread. sleep, the MCP uh, demo was like an hour long. Um, it was a lot of people. Yeah, it was a lot. Of so I got to activate one model. Oh God! Yeah, I only oh, yeah you did show up like halfway through. So, well, yeah, that yeah. like I but we didn't even like get through a full round because there was like right. how good God how many how many models well, on the board at that point? So, so we had done so we had done the first round. So there yeah. was. Nine or yeah, nine per side for the initial phase because he he had multiple phases planned out. Yeah. Uh, so the first phase was um, there's like canisters with infinity stones in them that we had to go interact with and find. So it was basically like a mutant side, uh, which the, that was the side I was on uh, versus a an Avengers kind of side. Um, and then we went through, found all the infinity stones. That's about when Doug showed up, and that's when Doug or not Doug Rob uh, Rob and Jr also dropped in as, like, third-party forces, the Wakandans and the Inhumans. So now we've got, like, six more models on the table <laughs> that are on, like, yep. an um, uh, unaffiliated side, and then that's in between activation. So it was a lot, and we should have scheduled a bigger block for it if we were going to do it or found a way to tone it down yep. a little bit because it was a lot. It was fun, but it was a lot. <laughs> yep. So the, the Rob we're talking about is our, our buddy, and you can hear him more on yes. Game Store Dropouts, which is Those another excellent podcast. Um, yeah. So what they're actually thinking of doing, because they, they took everybody's feedback and, and kind of realized what you guys are talking about now. I've talked to them a little bit since, and I think they've talked about this a little bit on their uh, Gen Con yep. episodes of essentially in the future at Gen Con, they would like to run that as an event. And they, they figured out ways of like, we need to cut down the, the number of models on both sides mm-hmm. so that this will actually go Stanley. faster and a few other I things. So, so you guys were kind of the game pigs, as, but as it was much very as they much wanted to do those big teams, you almost have to pare it down to two teams of like, like six characters per side at most. So like yeah. maybe four players instead also, of six. Also helps teams. a little with the balance, especially things like beam weapons being able to hit four or five yeah, models. Beam, beams when there's that many models on the table, Cyclops is just <laughs> hey, look at all these Avengers. Fuck them, right? <laughs> but yeah, the only, the, like the only Fuck reason Scott. the only reason I didn't get to I only activated one model is because it's like order of importance. Uh, Captain America and Scarlet Witch just didn't need to go at at the times, and the only time mm-hmm. that I came up was because I had Hawkeye, and Hawkeye needed to shoot the dog. The best takeaways, though, were one: Deadpool almost got an Infinity Stone. Oh no! Oh no! And, and he didn't. Unfortunately, <laughs> Deadpool did not get an Infinity Stone. On the other hand, one of the major players was Toad, who had an Infinity Stone. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Toad! Okay. Amazing. Did he later get struck by lightning? He had like the Soul Stone or some dumb shit. Like <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Uh, it really happened to Toby struck by I, lightning. Like, that was one of like 
Thursday night was probably like my most black hole of I don't remember what a ton of what was going on. Who was to who's Victoria had taken over oh. the Asgardians on our team? Who was to yeah. who was to my right? Uh, Sean. Sean. Sean right. Okay. Sean was playing the other half of the Avengers. Yeah, like I learned very quickly how great Malifaux is about randomness mitigation. Because like Victoria's yeah. first activation, she went with mm. Valkyrie, which is all about just like hitting. A lot, really hard. She's a glass cannon and went ham with like six, five, six, seven power tokens. Yeah. Did jack shit. Oof. Nothing. That's right, Not a single I've damage. Seen Valkyrie, I've seen Valkyrie go off and it's insane. Yeah. And this is the fact that you can do anything but about it's it. It's like, oh, Yeah. I've got to learn that about this game. Um, you don't have yeah, that control like you do in Malifaux. Sean had a lot of those great moments where you're like, oh, I got this. I'm going to do this and it's going to be, it's going to be great. It's going to give us points. And then it didn't. Yeah, at all. It was funny, but yeah, okay. Um, then we went to dinner. Then we went to dinner. There we we yep. ran. Yeah, we we ran to dinner and then to uh, to the escape uh, room. Spaghetti. We did not get spaghetti. We were going to get spaghetti, but then, and then it was we did too long away. So back to the food trucks. Pierogies. Yep. It is more pierogies. Mm-hmm. First pierogies. Oh, they were pierogies. so good. True. And that would be the first good. pierogies. I think that was the only pierogies I had. Unfortunately. I think that, that I genuinely think that is my first pierogies. I've had gyoza, really? I have had pasties, but not yeah. pierogies. Oh, okay. Pierogies are delicious. Yeah, they're potato amazing. Pasta, so I mean, like they were they were good pierogies, but like they weren't spaghetti. Potato raviolis. <laughs> yeah, like the, you said the you said the s word, and we were like, holy shit, I want some spaghetti. Unfortunately, okay. they had to wait. Yeah, yeah. it's okay because we had yeah, to rob a bank. Attempted. To rob a bank. We failed at robbing a we bank. About, Jesus. We about half robbed a bank. <laughs> because the fucking yeah. combination locks. We like 99% robbed that bank. Sure. We were literally yeah. on the last. We literally, literally, need like, like the last combination. Yeah. I'm no, yep. I'm no escape room aficionado, but I have so many complaints about that. The art heist one was better. As, as someone yes. who's done yeah, at this no, point, two there. of their escape rooms, the R Heist one was smooth. Yeah, you, like, that was that was slick. You guys yeah. say the word like, "Hey, we're gonna think about doing our escape room next year." I'm like, "I'm all for it, hell yes!" Mm. But I can't help it. Like when when I see a puzzle game that has pain points that aren't the fault of your yeah. team, I'm going mm-hmm. to be bitchy about it. Yeah, there was there was stuff we had to call yeah. for, and it was it was not anything. It was just yeah, like crusty mechanics as far as like we, actual mechanical things. Yeah, three not the different. Yep. Like oh, this thing wasn't set to the yeah. right number. Yep, which is an important clue. Yep. the The other thing I would call out is we had yeah. ten people yeah. in there. And we were all good at our puzzles, and it worked really well at the beginning because we were like, "You three take that part of the room. <laughs> you three take that one." And once we had those done, like we we got those done pretty quick because we had big brains on each of them. But once we were down to like that last one, it was like, "Okay, we're stepping on each other's toes, even without meaning to." The, Nobody the was fun, like, "The funnel, hey, happens. you're doing it wrong. I have to yeah. do this." Yeah. Kind of I... Whereas the the art heist one was was Nate, myself, mm. and Jake. And we had like three randos in there versus our like uh, just clockwork D and D puzzle brain group, <laughs> where it was like, "You guys go over here and get me to think." Uh, okay, and then and then we had the the wonderful moment of doing oh, this no. at midnight. Uh, we find the lasers, and Nate's like, "I can fit under those." Slide me. <laughs> yeah, Nate, turn your head to the side. Your your nose is going to hit the laser. <laughs> 
But like, yeah, I tr- yeah, I tried by the end to just be like off to the side <laughs> organizing these stupid fucking bins in number order. But mm. like, I had I had mm-hmm. given up at one point. Yeah, I was tired. My brain hurt. I was I had a headache. And like, I get the fact that they they trying to be atmospheric with the whole the lights are off and everyone needs a flashlight. But make sure your flashlights fucking work, right? First that of all, been nice. Yeah. Like, and yep. the flashlights yeah. were a bit crusty. Like three of them not working is Flickering. an issue. And and they were nice enough to let me use my phone light, which was a billion times better, which was at least right. nice. But also ten different sources of light yeah. will give you a fucking headache real quick. In the dark, yeah. Yep. Some of them would just randomly start flickering, just flickering flashing help. on and off. But yeah, we got, why is, why is this not setting? Great. We got to like the last step before mm-hmm. we killed. So that, that we, we have that accomplishment. Yes. Hooray. We yeah. almost finished the escape room. I, I feel confident had we had we had either two more minutes or had Eli running the the aisle, the dial turning on that last vault because he'd had the magic fingers. No, you it, it's nothing about you. Again, we we had too many. We we had people. Enough guns. people were even without trying. We were on each other's toes. Um, and I was more making the joke of Eli had the magic fingers on all the other ones. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Stupid locks, just yeah. We had four, four different. Once once I realized that the instructions on the first one was kind of janky and not what you would expect from mm-hmm. a dial lock, I I knew what to look for yeah. on the others. Yeah, mm-hmm. joyful a a puzzle room that's supposed to be like a variety of different puzzles had four different fucking dialogues. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, anyways, we go home after that. Yes. Sleep happens, I think. Yeah, sort of. I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't yes. think we did anything after after that. Did not time. realize that I could add more air to Roman's air mattress, so I spent about Which half the night... I once again apologize for not telling you. I spent half the night afraid I was just gonna fall off onto his, like, desk. Or into the trash cans. No, those were those were above my head. But anyways, I got enough sleep. I had to keep yeah, my wife alternating on the couch. I had to keep alternating sides because my arms kept falling asleep. Nobody wanted to join you me. Did in my bed. You didn't ask. <laughs> 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 it just been a pile. Yes, yeah, everyone the in whole, Eli's bed. The whole house just piles in Eli's. Is everyone room? in the fuck pile? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Is Eli's room the fuck here? Just tape a piece of paper that says fuck you on my door, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Okay. That's the answer. Um, bu- 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 we- I still need to 3D yeah, print let's, that. Let's, let's, we're, we're an hour in. Let's quickly go through the rest of our days and then go through the rest of the bold points. That's cool. Friday morning! Okay, Friday morning! Yeah. Uh, st- oh god, what happened Friday morning? We... Friday. Well, for you. Dead things. Yeah. Oh, was did we did we get to play the monster game? We Friday did morning. play the monster game Friday morning. Yeah. Okay. Um, Whatever game that was. Horrified. Horrified. Hmm. That yeah, one looks. Which super is another one where like fun. they reskin it for different things, and this yeah, was the like, uh, cryptid version. Yes. Like Ooh. the demo, absolutely should have had Mothman, but like you know. Yeah, everyone wants to fuck Mothman. Have Mothman be the one you play with. Duh. You get to play with Mothman. Well, then you have to mm-hmm. fight Mothman. You ward off Mothman. That. You ward off Mothman. You don't kill him. Ah, okay. Well, what I want to ward uh, off Mothman. To save the town, I guess. I don't know. You, you ward off his, his ability to be a harbinger for death and destruction, but you that doesn't mean you can't, like, Mothman. get his digits and, and then call you him later. Follow <laughs> him, you follow him into the woods, and you have a slow burn <laughs> romance. Stalk him. Stalk the Mothman. 
Award you right to the fuck here. See, Eli, here's your problem. You're a monster fucker. What <laughs> you need to be is a monster <laughs> lover. lover. You're taking uh, it too fast. <laughs> the monsters are shy. Ah, shit. So I told like two or three people over the weekend that, hey, I have a podcast. Not like out of the fucking blue, but like discussing Malifaux. They were new to Malifaux. And I was just talking about the community like Eli was. I'm like, hey, I have a bunch of podcasts and I have my own. There's like, oh, what's what's yours called? It's like oh, Steve no. Proud of Scandals. Oh, I no. am thoroughly excited if this is the first episode they listen <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh, Gen Con. How was it, Gen Con? That was cool. Yeah, we can listen to that. What? What? Fuck yurt? What's a fuck yurt? What are all these jokes? So, what was your guys' Friday morning? Uh, we did a vagrant song demo. A vagrant song. Uh, which was which was run excellently by actually one of our indie locals, uh, yes. Gray, who not only did an excellent job of explaining the game, but also did or read all the, the flavor text in an excellent uh, accent of kind of like a southern That's Appalachian. That's not that hard to uh, do. Yeah, but it, it, it was it, it just really added to the Yeah, it added flavor to it. Demos um, I ended up running Vagrant Song. I was reading off the, the, the copy and I was just just slipped into the accent just for funsy. It's like, oh, this is not that hard to do. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, not that it was hard. It just added that extra little little zing to the to the setup mm-hmm. of the game, and uh, it was the three of us and our buddy Sean, uh, who folks listening to you heard him on the most recent best laid plans number eight, uh, playing Yanlo, and uh, he he's crazy as far as tactics goes anyway. And then you add the other three of us to it. And that ghost that haints, uh, haints stand in the chance. Oh, what'd you guys uh, play? We uh, what were your vagrants? Um, I, I was the songsmith. Curse breaker. Uh, Eli was, mm-hmm. I was, I was the empress. And then Sean was the, um, and the, the priest, the preacher man. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Uh, revivalist. The, revivalist. That's the one. Yep. Revivalist. revivalist. I'm like, that's the word. Bitch. It was a really good for, role for him, because it's just like, ah, oh, we can tactically heal things. Yeah. Tactical. Mm-hmm. He did He did a good job. Yeah. And, like, I could heal at range, but if I healed him, he could bounce it at somebody else who was out of my range. Like, so it, or oh, I've been double ghost-affected. Fuck you, ghost! <laughs> Nuke. Yeah. <laughs> Eli. Sadly, you cannot... You cannot uh, oh, hell, no. my brain just died. You, you cannot... Suplex the train, but Nate suplex the ghosts. The family of ghosts that were not facing us. Cowards. Yes. <laughs> With Eli's help, of course. Yeah. We were we were the damage Dude. dealers. Yes. Yes. I really appreciated just how the the mechanics of the first round especially just really gave you that strong, creepy vibe from the turned faces. Because you get on the train, you see them, and they just like walk all the way down to the other end of the train and then like Blast their way through you suddenly. And you're like, oh, what the right. fuck is going on? The Yankee. Yeah. Oh no, the Yankee. It's mm-hmm. it is it is a very good it it's it's much like Malifaux, you get the you get the fluff in the mechanics good, of the game. Feel. For sure. Yeah, I'm I'm very Eli was also lucky enough to grab a copy, so we have one in the house, and I'm looking forward to to breaking that in past the the first session. We should probably run the first session again though with Megan because she didn't yep, get to play absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh no, oh, more Megan no. song. Oh no. Well, we, okay. Yeah, we have a session <laughs> for Megan song, so thank you for ruining part of that, Eli. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. Friday, I'm, I'm glad to do that. I like ruining this podcast. Victoria and I got to volunteer at the regular old weird booth, not the event hall, the exhibit hall. That was a shit ton of fun doing customer service, being able to sell the game to people. I'm, I just had an absolute blast. I'm stalling for time because Victoria had to run. She'll be back real soon. <laughs> the sort of thing Doug was like born to do. Oh my so God. Yes. To people. Like I would love for that to be my job if it paid the same as my current job, which it definitely would not. Doug, talk about this thing you like to a pseudo captive <gasps> audience. <laughs> you want to learn about through the bridge? but yeah big fucking surprise the card thing is what drew the people in the most outside of like the aesthetic yeah but um what were you guys this afternoon i'll wait till victoria comes back before we can gush about the volunteering uh i had bayou bash bash, so that that gets to spoil the other thing we're gonna talk about yeah I also did Bayou Bash, but I was one. Yeah. yeah. I didn't tell any. Oh, I told Roman. Roman knew, but I didn't tell anyone else in the group that I was going to be the one teaching them. (laughs) Yeah, we had a lot of fun with that. There was there was much racing and uh, and running into each other and running over fans. And hey, wait, hold on. I have a great. We'll save it for Bayou Bash. The discussion. Never mind. Never mind. I didn't say anything. (laughs) (laughs) Rick. I guess I'll ask you what you guys played, though. Uh, I was the rooster. I was the name of the rooster, Nate. Well, in Bayou Bash, they don't have the names that they have in in Malifaux. Shut up, you know what I was asking you. For Malifaux players, the name is Ruffles. Thank you. The rooster with no feathers. Were those the people who who, who was with you in the game? And then... uh, it was Cat and Patrick. Yeah, our, our other two friends, Cat and Patrick, were also playing with us. Cat, um, I believe, uh-huh. was the pig, yep. so Bo Peep, and Patrick, therefore, was yep. the Stumpy. tree. Stumpy. Which, despite Stumpy, it being yes. on the it's fucking walk, artwork, tree. it took tree. me reading the fluff before I realized that the writer of Stumpy is holding Stumpy's arm, which is yep. geez, turned into an axe. Yep. Yeah. I am it's blind beautiful. sometimes. And it's amazing. But hey, Victoria! Also, the... The clothing line hanging off the back of Stumpy is wonderful. <laughs> we had to sell Malifaux to people. Oh, good. Sorry, cookie. Cookie. They're, they're good cookies. <laughs> we so, did. It was great. I loved it. First off, the actual actual employees, the black shirts, mm-hmm. as I'm going to refer to them as now, uh, were very accommodating. Mm-hmm. Both willing to store your stuff and give you water. And I'm sure they would have let you, like, had a Ooh. sit in the back if you needed to, which I, I didn't, she didn't, but it's a peep. Like, some people just can't stand for four hours, even mm-hmm. if it's the soft uh, puzzle piece preschool flooring. <laughs> but um, any like, I guess we can we can just roll that into. You only had the one shift, so like, mm-hmm. any stories about customer service, customer servicing? I mean, not especially. There were several sets of people that I talked to about just Malifaux in general and the rules, and showed them boxes and. I explain the different factions and stuff, but like nothing in particular sticks out. Okay. I was jealous of you through that entire shift because people were approaching you and not me. They weren't approaching me. I was approaching them. Oh, okay, they were willing to ask you <laughs> questions and not me. I'm blaming you for being not a massive dude with lots of hair. I, I don't know. You are a big hairy man. I'm a big lad. 
I'm sorry, short lady with tits is uh... more approachable. No way. <laughs> <We're> like, okay. <laughs> At least there's that nice thing of hey, girl, play game, yay, or something. I don't know. Something. I was also jealous of the yeah. dude that was running the Bayou Bash demos because he kept coming over and sniping people that wanted to learn about through the breach. Damn it. <laughs> Like, if no one's running to run demos, you get bored. That's perfectly fine. That's cool. I just really want to talk about Through the Breach. I really want to talk about Through the Breach. Hey, guys. I really want to talk about Through the Breach. So set up an actual play of Through the Breach. Okay. We'll do that. Hell yeah. Let's go. Hell yes. Which is this, coming this, back, baby. This pile of fucking idiots. Locke's coming with him. Ow. <laughs> I say that endearingly. Mmm. Okay, so I don't one, think there's a good way to call your wife an idiot. That I um, like. Love you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the idiot he <laughs> loves. Anyways, um, one, I, I appreciate the weird spoo setup, and you guys mentioned it before, but the fence there is really, really nice because that just means that people that come in the door have to go in a direction that isn't straight. Which also means, surprisingly, there's a, like a pocket there where there's no foot traffic. Mm-hmm. People just come by and just kind of like take a breather there. Which probably, like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying weird intentionally put that there so folks would, like, just sort of glance at their stuff. I think, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but it was just really nice for them. Yeah. But also just means that you only have two directions people can mm-hmm. come from when you're running yes. customer service. And no one ever mentioned it to me, but I was just always slightly paranoid about uh, shoplifting because, like, there's just, there's just a very little space between you and the heavy foot traffic of the con. I think in general, like, as far as I've ever known, shoplifting's not a huge problem. Well, that's good. I mean, I'm sure it happens, but, like, yeah. I don't know that I've heard anything major, that it's been a major problem for vendors. But I also uh, managed to get a managed to. I volunteered for a shift on Saturday that was going to be Vagrant Song demos. Uh, but turns out a weird employee was doing that instead. Uh, a good friend of mine, actually, uh, used to be in my meta. But she was running that, and I got to talk to more people about customer service stuff, which was great. I got to do it with Eli, too, who's less approachable yeah. in Victoria, so I got more people. <laughs> I'm sorry I ruined your volunteering experience. It was so great. It's... Oh, my God. I am doing at least three shifts of just customers. So, no, I'm going to do lots of stuff. I'm going to do lots of stuff next con. I might not even like do any demos or anything. I'm just going to do weird stuff for three days. As a thing, it was it was super nice having you there because I that like a couple of points there was like oh hey I know Doug knows more about like resers than I do and I know more about Neverborn so we just sort of like swapped customers. <laughs> you need this guy and you need this guy, so we're just gonna do a little swap. Yeah, um, the like the highlight kind of highlight I guess was that this one lady and her friends were getting into Malfo, decided they had to get into Malfo. She wanted skeletons. That was the thing she wanted more than anything yeah. else. And what we had to give her was not enough skeletons. It's like, we've got the bone piles and the Ashigaru, and you don't like Yan Lo, so that's going to be a little awkward. But hey, here's the Molly box, and then if you like Molly, you can go and get the Brine and Bone box, which will give you more skeletons. She didn't really like that sort of thing, so she was standing in front of the Rezor section for a very long time trying to figure out what to do. And then I was just like, Wait, I know of one other skeleton. 
So I walk over to the Explorer side and grab Yedza, mm. show her the box. She's like, bone yes. ready. Oh, I like That's this. That's the skeleton she was looking for. I was like, well, there's not yep. a lot of other skeletons, but you get Bone Granny, you get the lamp lighters that are just fucking adorable, you get the mm-hmm. damned. She also really liked the damned. Nice. As well. It's, a, it's just a good looking crew. Yeah. So I was just really happy yeah. that I could point her towards something because we didn't have like a stereotypical Bone Mancer person. <laughs> bone Mancer <laughs> raises your bones. Uh, but yeah, just talking to people and getting them interested, or like just being able to gush about the game and them not being turned off by me was also really, really nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> being able to to help people and point them towards shit, and for the most part, Who's customers. This weird guy that just walked up to me in the grocery store. Customers were really, really nice, <laughs> and only have like a few complaints. Like there was one dude who like read the entire Ten Thunders book in the middle of the aisle for like an hour. Anyways, but so someone was saying something. No, I was going to say I can totally see Doug being the kind of person who just starts gushing his love for Malifaux and fluff of it in the middle of the grocery yeah. store. Yeah, I can totally awesome. see that. But okay, so Friday afternoon, sir, this is a favorite song. Friday <laughs> afternoon, we ran another mm-hmm. um, Bonanza, Bonanza Brawl. We got through it this time. Hooray! Yeah, yeah, and I won. Nice. Hooray! I've won a, van- a, a vanilla Bonanza Brawl. This is the first time it's happened. My my only other win was the Rat Brawl. But, like, the reason I won is because I managed to, like, from full kill Howard Langston with Neil Henry. I'm not going to kill you, he says, jamming the rail spike into (laughs) Howard Langston's face. Ah, jeez. Yeah, I played that one. I was playing Bert. That was fun. Yeah. I mean, it's always uh, fun. Yeah, it's always fun. Uh, Rob was there with Kia, who was just collecting toys at the corner. No one wants. He placed first, and nobody wanted no to place one next to Kia. Nobody wanted Kia. to go deal with her. She was just <laughs> grabbing toys. And Eli was playing Hinamatsu, and uh, Cole was playing Howard Langston. It was great. I was very close to a very, very terrifying build, but uh, thanks to Hinamatsu blowing up and not dropping markers, I did not get that. And that build was a stat 7 Gatling gun with positive flips and gunfighter. Oh no. On Neil Henry, who can have four attacks <laughs> oh, in the next no. Oh no. Nice. Oh no. Oh no. But yeah. Weirdly oh, enough, yeah. I ended up with no upgrades on him because he died like twice, but still managed to get enough. I think what really saved me was the fact that when he kills a construct, which we had three, uh, he drops a scheme marker, so hooray points. Mm-hmm. That's really good. But also, mm-hmm. um, I think both Matt and Cal at one point had come over and watched us play for a little bit, which was also really yes. cool. It's like, hey, look at this cool stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. it's fun. Believe us, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's chaos at the very least. <laughs> yeah, exactly. chaos can be fun. What happened Friday night? That's what what did happen. Did we Friday? get spaghetti Friday night? That was was that spaghetti night? Oh my god, none of us remember Friday night. <laughs> What the fuck happened Friday night? That was, yeah, that yeah. totally was spaghetti yeah, night yeah, because yeah. Oh. Sean, Megan, yeah. and I were playing yes. Demon yeah, Hunters, which is an RPG. So yeah. Oh, you were late. Yeah. That's an RPG from Zombie Orpheus Entertainment and The Dead Gentleman, who, if anybody hasn't watched The Gamers, uh, which they put out, it is great. Uh, same with Journey Quest. They're all free on Amazon Prime or I think YouTube still. Um, but this, uh, 
Demon Hunters game is essentially you are weird leftovers of either like super science or old gods that are no longer worshipped, and you're basically the the people who deal with X Files kind of stuff happening in real life. It was nonsense and hilarious. But that then we we essentially once that finished up, Rowan we went to go got get spaghetti over broccoli. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I did. I did. I stand by my my statement of I'm not eating the broccoli. You can I have some. to get a tail for ten oh, whatever. really fast. Yeah. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah. Unlike yes. the night before. El Old um, Spaghetti Factorio. Yeah. Was, <laughs> okay. Has the, yeah. Was that the night that we like sat and chatted with friends on the stairs outside the food truck area afterwards? Or No, no I think no. We, we ate and it was, ended up being late yeah. and we came yeah. home yep. and we died. Yep. Yeah. And Saturday after the tournament is when yeah. like, we sat were, on we, the stairs. We sat with friends. That was stairs. I mean, we were on the stairs both Which Thursday was and Saturday. Yes. But Thursdays was pierogies, <laughs> yes. and Saturday was fish, yeah. for us. fish for us. Okay, so go nice. home, pass out. Uh, we forgot to say Doug made breakfast on Friday, and it yes. was absolutely delicious. It was. It was very good. Roman made breakfast, breakfast Thursday yes, and Saturday, which is also very, very delicious. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday. Saturday did the the traditional at this point, whenever I'm making breakfast on attorney day, biscuits and gravy. It's great for attorney day because it it gives you all the the carbs for your brain to eat throughout the day and sticks Mm -hmm. to your ribs until end of whatever lunch is. And I'm just saying they bathe in biscuits and gravy. I don't know. That's where my brain went when you heard stick to your ribs. I haven't heard that since your ribs, baby. Get them on there. However you can. Saturday, tourney day. Tourney day. Yep. I volunteered instead, because like, I was assuming I was going to be burned out for most of this con, and I wasn't as bad as I thought I was going to be, but I didn't want to put a, mm-hmm. a tournament on my plate. No, thank you. Right. Tonight and I played, because yeah. we're crazy. <laughs> supposed to win. And, uh, Ended up playing, yeah. Honestly, we both had kind of middling days for us, but it was it was super chill because of that. We had a lot of fun. Stress tournament, all things considered. Good, good. Yeah. I mean, knowing what happened, ended up just yeah. And it ended up being like I think both of us were ready for a super competitive day, and then round one was against (laughs) each other. And yeah, it was. Yeah, mild complaints. Um. Eh, no, it, it was well, it was I mean, super I fun. Honestly, we I finished. Had an initial reaction whenever I heard Nate Nathaniel <laughs> Luckett versus Roman Eckenberger, I literally just out loud just like, "God damn, fucking son of a!" I just literally just went off for two seconds, <laughs> and the CEO, um, Matt Crestborn, just looked over like, "The fuck?" <laughs> I, he, 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 I think I legit I think I legitimately scared scared Matt because like I went off for a good like ten seconds of just like, "God, of course, of course." Here it is, round one with Roman. <laughs> this fucker. Yep. This fucking guy. Yep. But we we played probably one of the fastest tournament games yeah. I think either of us has ever played. We had like 45 minutes left <laughs> yeah, over. Which was good, because then we just uh, went and got lunch early. <laughs> yep. Uh, spoiler alert, we yeah, tied. Yeah, we tied 6-6. <laughs> um, Zip versus Karis, which was goddamn hilarious. <laughs> As I described yep. the game, we just kind of rushed at each other, hit the middle, brawled for a second, and then <laughs> passed each other and went 
did schemes and strats in the deployment zone areas. Okay, I, I was I was hoping yeah. for like a, a, like a Kara Zip standoff where they're just staring at each other, not able to do a damn well, thing. Well, they stared at each other from across the table because they realized they weren't going to affect each other, so they just kind of nope, bye. Have a nice Highlight of that game. I mean, you you got Gracie to climb over a building. That was pretty great. Roman blocked me in with a bunch of pyre markers. So instead of like going through them, I just had Gracie climb up a building and then like ride with me off the building and drag Johan with her. (laughs) And because she's armored, she can take the damage. It's fine. Just drop off the building with Johan on her back. Like, let's go, man. We're going. (laughs) Very, uh, very cinematic. It was was hilarious fun. Yeah. And then uh, the. So that that a the that game was just fun, and we were like, "Cool!" And the I don't think either of us had really insane flips overall. It was, it was I mean, kind it was, of it, it played out like a very statistical. average, statistically good game. My best my best moment yeah. was there at the very end when like I had I had Red Joker in thirteen in hand, and I realized that like the way I was going to pull it to a tie was by literally dragging Carlos out of my deployment zone with Zip all the way back across the table half where I was going to score my research mission instead of Carlos scoring yours. <laughs> Literally. Yep. Nope, and that's Carlos, why it was a tie. Don't, you don't get that point over here. <laughs> You're joining the crew. But I want some precious. But yeah, zip, uh, zip Shanghai Carlos. So Carlos now has the infamous keyword. Uh, that's official. Yeah. Make, make Carlos information works, cowards. <laughs> He's already got two. Mm-hmm. We can have another keyword. It's fine. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and then my round two and your round three was uh, Doug Bowman, who was also a delight yes. to play against. Did he wear the hat the whole time? Yeah, he was wearing the the jingly yes. jester hat the whole time. It was great. It really it really lightened the tension. Yep. It was nice. Yeah, and spoiler alert: both my game and Nate's game with him were also ties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were. Uh, you can go through your game first. I'll go through my round two after you're done. Uh, mine was was. Despite my really wanting to run Raspy because it was on a winter board, he had me in a deployment zone, like, behind a forest. I'm like, Raspy's not dealing with that. Coward, nope. So. Um, I would like to actually play the game <laughs> in the, in that case. So I, I took the other option, which was bring fire to the ice field uh, and brought Karis again versus his neverborn Marcus. Uh-huh. Uh, and that was, that was just a really fun positioning... Uh, thing we actually we screwed up the scoring uh, momentarily because we were having such fun. We actually scored it as I won by a point, and then realized, wait a second, his other scheme was bait and switch, and I didn't with my last activation of Carisco fly into your deployment zone because I was I went into the game going most people are going to take bait and switch in this because it's a corner deployment. It's hard to stop that second point. I am prepared to get Karis or Carlos over there because they're fast. And I just didn't do the thing because of how uh, timing and activation order worked out. So we we ended up getting to to Matt the TO uh, in time to be like, wait a second, that's a tie, <laughs> um, and take care of that. But it it was again, neither of us were there going like, oh, I have to win. We're like, no, we want to have fun. Like we get to play three games in a day against people we don't normally play against, except for me <laughs> and Nate. Um, and yeah, it, it was just a blast. Uh, and I played against the only other Bayou player in the tournament, uh, one Sam Barrows, um, a delightful gentleman. Uh, he was playing, which he was actually Doug Bowman's round one opponent. <laughs> and they also they, tied. Yeah, they tied, which is why we were round robin to them. Um, so I played Ma into his zip, um, and I got my ass handed to me. 
Oof. Um, it was no, Oof. it was it was a good game though. I had a lot of fun. Um, actually took away a couple tricks out of there that I hadn't quite thought about with Zip, so that was nice. Uh, unfortunately, that came at the cost of watching Gracie and uh, Big Brain Brin get like Zip zapped off the table type top of turn three. Ow. Oof. Yeah, he Oof. just he just blasted them off the table. I'm like. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh, that's that's not good. I needed them for things, and then and then I got greedy and tried to kill Earl with my Soulstone Miner, and that didn't work out very well. Mm-hmm. And it kind of spiraled out of control to a seven-three loss on my part. Drilled out of control. But, yeah, it was, but delightful game. Uh, uh, wonderful opponent. Had a lot of fun with that game. So uh, that's all that I got to say about that. Tournament happened. Yes. Victoria. Well, then we got round three. Round three. <laughs> round three. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry. Sorry. I have to talk about my round three game, but I'm going to let Roman go I first. Not count. <laughs> yeah. Also, we should mention uh, they did say no titles for this mm-hmm. one just because they knew there were some playtesters playing and that would probably skew it a little in their Wait, favor. What? Maybe I wasn't planning on soloing Colette. No. Never mind. What are you talking about? Um, so third round uh, was against a a fine gentleman by the name of Nick I forget his last name it was not the and or Westbrook uh, put in here real quick that I'm legally obligated to say that if you gentlemen were a part of the play test that's what you would have done Mm, but we are not saying you were we are not neither confirming nor denying. Actually, at this point, we don't have to worry about it because our names are yeah. in the book. I'm just following the, the NDA that I may or may not have signed. <laughs> Let me fair. make the joke, okay? <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> um, but no, I, I was playing against uh, Nick from uh, Missouri. And uh, I forget his last name. I'm so sorry for this, bud. But you were you were a joy to play against. Um, I had a brief moment at the beginning of the game where I thought I did not have the mechanical writer in my bag, and it just ended up being on the wrong tray, and a crisis averted. But that one was Colette versus Pandora. Um, if I remember correctly, Nick said he had played Pandora a number of times to be comfortable with her. It was his second time seeing oh. Colette on the table, and I. Yeah, I I heard that and I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be interesting for you because I've seen Pandora on the table. I've run her and I know where to stay to not let your pain be nonsensical to me. Um, That said, I did get I I tried some nonsense, which worked out pretty well uh, with uh, Presto, a short range, not Presto Changeo, the other the other attack she has that I almost never use, but I'm starting to use it more. Um, Trick or whatever. hmm? No, the other one. Like I, I use saber trick all the time to, to self bury. Yeah. Um, it's the one where she gets to to place you within two plus twice. You're distracted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just not the the name's no. skipping on me at the moment. But it turns out if you do that to like a big fifty mil base, like your own mechanical rider, and just chuck it over a fence, <laughs> it's really funny. Um, until you realize, wait, um, that mech rider has already gone this turn oh, and. No has now gotten stunned, which means I can't use its defensive ability. And now it's in the, the uh, Pandora mood swings says, no, you don't go. Somebody else does. So I, I ended up losing the writer, which lessened the amount of points I could get, but I ended up pulling off the win four to three there. Uh, the, <laughs> I think the funniest moment of the game for me was he sent Hinamatsu after my duet. <laughs> 
I'm like, okay, cool. Puppet fight. Yeah, puppet fight. And Hinamatsu having the the armor ignoring possibility. Uh, he, he did work on the duet. And then my response was, cool, the duet. Agile walks away from you, uh, does it again, and does it again. Good luck following me. <laughs> away. And then proceeds to, for my 12 stones, uh, score me breakthrough and research Points. mission again. Yeah, I yeah. Just, that was that was another thing that I enjoyed telling people. It's like, hey, guess what? You don't have to worry about killing. Well, I mean, you do if mm-hmm. you pick the right thing. But you can you can buy a crew whose shtick is kill you if you can. But that's not what I do because like Colette, apparently Colette's popular. She's very turns out, so yeah. we were we were stalking throughout the uh, time we were doing customer service, and there was two boxes that we like flat out ran out of, and that was Yetza and Colette, of all things. I mean, there, were, there was also a yes. couple boxes where they just, they just didn't have pretty. him, like, um, on Shell, they just didn't have his box, but... Mm. Yeah. To keep going, talking about the yeah. other thing, I'm gonna... I'm gonna have to... uh, yeah, so uh, that would lead us to my round three with uh, Doug Bowman. <laughs> um, so Doug Bowman had brought the, uh, brought the Titania Marcus dinosaur crew that he's been raving about for a while. Uh, the list he affectionately calls Life uh, Finds a Way. <laughs> um, so you got, you've got Titania, Marcus, the Rex, Aruguru, and the Bandersnatch, um, to which I brought Zoraida, which that game resulted in essentially us having a, a kaiju fight where he sent the Rex in with some <laughs> upgrades and I sent Bad Juju and we just kind of sat in the middle and brawled at each other for a minute. And when we both kind of realized that wasn't going to go anywhere, because he about killed Juju, and then my two Bokors poured every amount of healing known to man in back into Bad Juju, and then Bad Juju was just back up to full health again, Doug decided that wasn't worth it anymore. So he sent the dinosaur to go kill Zoraida, and Zoraida decided, no, that's not how this works. You don't get to go kill the coach, so I'm going to o- obey you into your, my back corner to go kill your Bandersnatch. Except you black joker the damage flip <laughs> on the banner stats, you stupid dinosaur. Listen to me. <laughs> Meanwhile, while Marcus and Zoraida are coaching their big monsters in this fight, Titania's just over here scoring the um, break the line points or whatever it is. Titania's just like a 15 stone scheme runner at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Until she's like, wait, the dinosaur's back there, the banner stats is back there. Who's going to kill Zoraida? Well, I guess I got to go deal with Zoraida. So Tartania comes over and just like death lasers Zoraida to death. I'm the Doug now. But, but at this point, like I've got my first mate. He's back scoring breakthrough doing that. Um, my Waldgeist, my Bokors, they're working on a research mission. Juju's now way too removed from the Stop. fight because he's slow as hell. Stop. It's not going to So, um... Ultimately, that game ended up kind of like me and Roman's game, where we just passed each other and were playing on each other's table half, and it was an 8-8 tie. <laughs> you know, that's the maximum. This game had zero denial. points. I think part of the game is stopping your opponent from getting eight nope. points. Nope. Oh. No denial. My Only bad. points. The, the goal of this game was for everybody to score as many points as possible. <laughs> And we achieved that. Everyone wins, sort of. We, just, we had that moment of in turn four, like Zoraida just died, and we're like, there's nothing we can do to affect each other at this point. <laughs> we're just too far removed from each other. There's literally nothing we can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was, uh, that was the end of my tournament experience with one loss and two ties. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh, but a good me. tournament. 
you know, versus my one win and two ties with a diff of one. Honestly, again, for like that record coming in eighth out of like 21, 24 people, I forget how many it was total. I feel pretty good about that. Like, I feel if either of us had had like a really, a, a, a not midway, like solid day, we would have been probably podium or right under it pretty oh. easily. Underneath the podium. It's yes. a podium basement, if you will. I was, I was, yeah, I was exactly. firmly where, in the basement. Where we belong. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't spoon. Nate. I was six feet under. <laughs> yeah. But the, the important part is we had a lot of fun games. Yes. And they were joyous. Even though the magic tournament was just oh loudspeaker all Jesus over the place. And you couldn't God hear anybody. Fucking DDH commander tournament that they kept announcing, like, hey, come to the fucking gathering zone to fucking get over you, magic players. Mm-hmm. Car floppers. <laughs> Car floppers. <laughs> <laughs> I say playing Malifaux, a game that relies entirely on a card-based mechanic. No, now that she... Yep. We're card flippers. Yes. Those are card floppers. Good. Yep. Thank you for bringing that up. I had forgotten about how fucking awful that was. It was just oh, constant. So like, yeah. every couple minutes, they had to say something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the funny part was, was, like, how often they would repeat themselves. Like, you know, group... You know, whatever their their names for the groups was, come over here for blah blah blah. I'm like, you announced that three minutes ago, and you're going to announce it another three minutes. Like they're they're not listening. You have failed in hurting your cats. Um, that that is one thing I'd recommend uh, for Matt, assuming he's running it next year as well. Uh, have like a loudspeaker or something because he did a really good job. Like, and that was the other thing they did a wonderful job of of spreading the tables out. Like. Each of these games was on like its own folding yep. table, Good and there were there would be like two in a row, and there would be two tables on it. You had all the space in the world for your bag, water bottle, your models, the actual table, and stuff around it. It was great, uh, and. Matt did a really good job of dealing with that by, I'm sure he had no voice by no. the end of the day. Um, but he would, he would just kind of walk at a, a slow pace between the tables and repeat himself about three times. And I'm just like, boy, you need a microphone and a loudspeaker. And that way we can tell Bull the magic, horn. you can fight with the magic people. And, and yeah, exactly. Bullhorn I, is really I suggest what he needs. instead of a bullhorn and fighting annoying with annoying, just bring a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, that's called no, murder. No, not if you just threaten them with it. <laughs> Assault with a deadly weapon. <laughs> I like this this bullhorn idea, so that if there is any kind of like uh, some negative play, he needs to talk to someone. He can bring <laughs> the bullhorn with him and really get the message across. That's not how measuring works. <laughs> I'm watching. Ignore me. <laughs> <laughs> a model can only be affected by the same name once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, it, it was it was real fun, and uh, congratulations to the podium, and double congratulations to Grant for playing, who, who not only won but played yes. the entire day in cosplay as yes. Professor Albus von Stuck. Following Albus von Stuck is very good. Fucking fairy tale end. Beautiful. No. Did not take the jacket off all day. Had it like over his shoulders, not through the sleeves. That means I'm going to have to paint Could... myself green next year. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, you can go with Zoraida. <laughs> Zoraida's a Bayou Master, Nate. Zoraida doesn't count. 
But also, <laughs> if I'm going as a bayou, or if I'm I going know. as a gremlin, I'm going as one half of White Rabbit Co. Yeah, the tall gremlin, yeah. Yeah, okay. Tall I was, gremlin. I was just mm. gonna suggest perhaps you would have fun training a swarm of moths. <laughs> Ooh, I could unleash a swarm of moths on the Malifaux tournament. Let's be fair. If there's a... Uh... <laughs> Of, of the Bayou Masters, uh, your nose best fits Zoraida. Oh, <laughs> okay. Hey, she has so, one. Uh, press it there. It'll be fine. It'll be in the nasally voice, too. I can be a grandma. Just get a morph suit. No. No, Nate does not need a morph suit. No. No. I'm so concerned. No. Okay. Uh, so that was a tournament. Yes. Uh, this I know I said I was going to say something here. Um, there was a bit of a problem with the tournament. Not going to say names or anything, but there was a some sort of sportsmanship issues. I would say, yeah, some people were not playing as kind as they could be and taking the results as kind as they could be, and it was very obvious. And it's something people need to fucking stop. Like I guess I've been nice in my own little bubble. The tournaments I run haven't had this issue, but. Fucking grow up. This isn't like a, f- t- a magic tournament where there's like shit on the line. It's toy soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. We're it, a better community than that. Uh, anyways, that's yeah. that's all I'm saying. Come fight me. Yeah. Th- thankfully, that did not appear to be widespread. Again, like nobody Nader I played, except I don't know, that round one guy. That round one oh, guy oh, I had to yeah, worry man. about a little bit. Hated that fucker. <laughs> no, ni- neither of our our people had anything. They were all above board, very cool. Um, but yeah, af- after the fact, we heard from other people we know of, like you know, so and so was was maybe a little at all costs, maybe not being as most accurate with their measurements as they could have been, and just not being personable at the table. I think was really the the biggest complaint. Like there there were a couple. I'm going to defeat you. We shall not have the yeah. light conversation. Yeah, very, very uh, Drago <laughs> in, in Rocky. If, if he dies, he dies. Um, okay, move, moving on. We I actually we just had dinner, and that was that was it. After it, everyone was just fucking exhausted. Nate and I did. Oh yeah, karaoke. you did do that. Yeah, tell, them what, did. Like, first, tell them what you thought oh, public Nate karaoke was. And Eli. <laughs> And then tell we didn't have a ton of expectations going in, so whatever it was, was, but essentially what, what puppet karaoke ended up being was they had cameras set up, and then you'd have your puppet, and you'd, you'd puppet it for the camera, and basically do puppet lip-syncing, lip-syncing over the song, and it was goddamn hilarious. Like, it seems very simple conceptually, but, like, when you can just have this camera view, like, everyone else has these, you know, the TVs where you can just see what the camera's seeing, and you've got the, the puppet doing, you know silly puppet things for the for the music it was really funny and having and having professional yeah. puppeteers there to help guide the process like some of these guys were like disney ex disney puppeteers so they were good professional puppeteers we good. so that was it was a lot of fun and they had their they, hands they, up a lot of famous asses yes and they they created a really yeah. good and fun experience so yay would, yeah. would 10 out of 10 yeah. we'll do again yeah and this time we're going to put bohemian rhapsody up not at the very end yeah. of the night where we there run out of time. Of, to there do was it. that like early few minutes where everyone's like, "Ah, icebreaker was kind of needed." But once yeah. once we got yeah. it, well, I mean, most of it was our group deciding we wanted to do stuff. So we got the <laughs> ice broke and played with puppets, and it was broke in the ice. Yeah, you, you, I, Eli, and and K 
Cat and Katie, but especially those first four being the people to break the ice at a at a social thing. No, no way. Yeah, oh. we did a Wellerman Ooh. with puppets, which uh, was Wellerman just was fantastic. That was a lot of fun. Next year, we're gonna have to scan the lyrics of any songs that Katie suggests. Yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> yeah. That was uh, no, a less than appropriate joke that was in a song. It was like, yeah, yeah, forget about that. Whoopsie, poopsie. Whoops. Yeah, just mark it off as like eighteen up. I mean, it was an adult event, but it, it was, was, it was still kind of a slightly outdated joke. Oh, not that bad, but poor, not poor taste. Lacking the taste. Okay. Lacking in taste. And yeah. then so that was, uh, that y'all was Saturday. came back and I broke Eli with two weeks and then one week. Oh my God. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess someone ex- Someone explain so that good. better than me, because I was drinking at that point. Uh, like, I guess we can come back to it after I talk about my day. Oh, yes. Like, what I did. Talk about your day! Um, basically, I rode in with, uh, Megan and Kat and Sean, and one, was there one? No, yeah, Megan, Kat. Katie, too, yeah. my wife. <laughs> yeah, Katie, not Kat. Wow. I don't know why I keep mixing them up in my head. Yeah, it's close enough. <laughs> Um, and we walked around the dealer's room a little bit. Please stop biting me. No. And, uh, Roman, Megan's my girlfriend now. Uh. That's true of every woman (laughs) in our our friends group. Don't worry about it. Uh, long story short, she kind of bullied me into allowing her to buy me a skirt that I can pay her back for. Um. It's a nice skirt. (laughs) It is a very nice skirt. Thank you, Megan. Um. Yes, thanks, Megan. Um, and while Doug was volunteering, I walked around the area of the dealer's hall, exhibit hall, that I hadn't been to yet, picked up a bunch of um, business cards, wow, words, um, dropped in on Doug and Eli a couple times. Uh, then I went to go sit down, uh, found a bench that had somebody else at the other end, and I sat on the other end, and some random dude decided to come sit in the middle of us, um, so I left. Uncomfortably close. <laughs> So I left, and I went upstairs and found the quiet room. Yay! Finally, nice. in the middle of Saturday. Uh, There's time to find it. I, yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Doug finished his volunteer hours, so I went and got him, and we walked around a little bit. Then we stood in line the longest amount of time I've waited for a burrito in my life. Um <laughs> Oh no. Like it was a good burrito, but long ass line. Long line. Very long line. Long, long, long. I hate you. Me I hate too. you. Um we ate and then I think the podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> podcast over. Yeah, uh we we ate and then I think we walked around a little bit more and then came over to the tournament to see how that was going. Um actually we, I think we just sat there. Yeah, we did. Never mind. We just and sat there, and I fell asleep. And then someone gave you stuff. And someone gave me a pin. I just, nice. I just woke up, and there was a pin. Okay. Free pin with nap. Nice. And then I think we all went to dinner after the tournament, right? We got food truck stuff. Yeah, we, yeah. we went first. Yeah, yeah we that, went that, was, that was yeah, everybody yeah. grabs food trucks and, and yes, chit-chats yes, on the yes. stairs night. Um, and y'all went to puppet karaoke, and Megan, Sean, Doug, and I went back. And then Victoria and I went to get alcohol. Yep. Yay! Uh, yes. And then we just kind of sat with Megan and Sean and watched some that time I got reincarnated as a slime. 
till you nice. guys came back and Doug and I were pretty well intoxicated. Uh, <laughs> and we chitty chatted for a while. I don't believe it. And I don't remember how we got on the topic, but Doug was like, oh, well, when you think about two weeks and one week are very different, like, very different points in this person's life. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because I'd never heard two weeks, right? So I looked up two weeks on my phone on the Spotify and we're playing it and we're just sitting over in like it's, it's a metal, the game table. It's a metal song I by think. a band called All That Remains. Yeah. And it was on Rock mm-hmm. Band, which is why I remember it. Okay. But like <laughs> Doug and I and Eli were all sitting around this game table and Nate and Katie were over on the couch. So I'm just playing two weeks, and I'm just like, okay, I'm bored, and I switch over to one week. <laughs> and Eli, like, fell out. There was out. no warning. <laughs> he fell out of the chair. There was no yeah, warning. <laughs> it, it was, it was so jarring and <laughs> wonderful. I, it, it does that. <laughs> it was great. It was beautiful. Just, you know, that, that relatively decent, upbeat week for the first week, and the second week, something just, just got horribly wrong. <laughs> Um, yeah, and we chatted for a little while, and then we all went to bed. Yes. Oh, also, I had a moment of laughing so hard I could not stand yes. up or breathe. Yep, 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 uh, yep. Either of you two want to regale me with that, because that was you, your guys' ability. To, like, I presented the thing that was going to break me, and you guys delivered on it so well. What? What's up? I, I remember it now. Yeah, you do. Oh, it had to do with my shaggy so impression. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, do it on the podcast. What are you doing? I'm trying to remember what it was I was saying. Black Zoinks, what are you doing, stepbrother? (laughs) I did say step (laughs) scoops. Oh no, step (laughs) scoop, I'm stuck. We're terrible people. I love this fucking group of friends. And then that led to a long, (laughs) so bad. Led to a long bout of Nate with Kermit, and it. Hi there, Kermit. I got him right here. I got my Kermit puppet. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. We passed out. We all please. passed out, yes. And then we left Sunday, Sunday morning. morning to go to, to Ikea. 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 We've never been to yeah, an Ikea. We've never before. been to an Ikea. There's no Ikea in Iowa. The closest one is in Kansas City. A lot of firsts are happening this weekend. weekend. You know, Iowa I- this weekend that we're talking about. I mean, about. we're getting a lot of big stuff in Des Moines recently. So, I mean, maybe someday. Maybe someday, maybe someday Des Moines maybe, will be maybe big and sweet. Someday we can build Roman's house. <laughs> we did. We walked through IKEA and played build Roman's house. It's like, oh, Roman has that. Oh, I remember <laughs> that. A lot That's of a stuff Roman's from house. IKEA there. Mm-hmm. How was your guys' Sunday? Besides asshole football fans, or I guess football fans. Oh, it was kind of late. Fucking got him. <laughs> yeah, you can't um, dab on a so podcast, Eli, Nate. They can't see. I can absolutely dab on a podcast. They can feel it. Can you <laughs> feel the dab, Steamers? Are <laughs> feeling it now, Mister? Regardless of your Sunday, we still have a lot to talk sorry, about. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, it's uh, fine. Yep. Yeah. Um. So Megan, myself, Eli, and our friend Cat. Uh, had signed up for a resin casting Ooh, uh, right. class, and unfortunately oh, that got bummer. canceled due to the the teacher never Ooh, showing no. up. I didn't hear about um, that. So we, yeah, uh, yourself. yeah, no, it it got refunded. It wasn't a big deal. It was just kind of a oh, 
it turned into a joke of like Megan's done a ton of workshops over all of Gen Con and all of them have been great or like, Hey, we should like, we should just teach this next year. If it was something they knew more yeah, about. I, I got to hear um, several stories about the crochet then, class. <laughs> there were so, so many crochet many. classes. Um, but then of course the one I'm in that I'm like, Oh, I, I've been thinking of doing more stuff with resin that I don't know how to do and don't trust YouTube to teach me properly. That's the one that gets canceled. So, oh no, we, we turned that into more, more buying art in the uh, uh, exhibitor hall art. time. Uh, and then after lunch, we went to a thing called Actoroki, which was the thing that all of us did. I believe yeah, we of, of the people remaining after you guys went to Ikea and us. Yeah. And you guys, and Nate, you Katie and, and Sean were playing yeah, Bayou we, Bash we at that Bayou time. Bash. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, the guy running it uh, didn't seem to have the same level of knowledge as Eli, um, which nothing against him, but Eli was a wonderful host for, for Bayou Bash. So shout out to Eli for really I mean, you, having the rules you, down. Yeah. Uh, well, you read the rules like four yeah. times, like in sequence in the same day. It's like you, you learn there it. There is you a mistake it. in the rules I found. Hmm. At least I'm pretty sure. I don't double check because it's up there, but I believe. Are you talking about the... There's an inconsistency between one of the back of the card. No, I think it was the... the example of going through a turn and they just left out an entire dice. Oh, oops. Oops. Oh, anyway, I'm going to go double check um, that now, actually. It was a very brutal game of Bayou Bash where the best um, kind. The, we basically spent the whole game like just killing all of the fans. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so there were there were no fans left at the end of the game. Except like uh, the, the the final couple that scored the points. Like I had one left, and then there was the the few that actually scored for crossing the finish line. <laughs> so, but nice. Yeah, uh, Sean ended up winning that one, I think, because he ended up getting to the finish line, and it really did come down to actually winning the race because there weren't any fans left because we just killed them all. <laughs> uh, and then... I mean, that does seem very much how a game <laughs> of Bayou Bash would go with you, Nate. Mm-hmm. Okay, quick Fuck question, your fans. gentlemen, to double check because I could be wrong on this, but this is not how I've been playing the game for the entire time I've known the game. You have to resolve all of your dice unless something bad happens, right? Yeah. Okay. The yes. example <laughs> movement turn thing right here. As the person rolling three dice, a yellow, a red, and a green, and you notice there's no green on the rest of these steps. Hmm. Ah, whoops. I mean, I, it was quick to figure out that, yes, you have to resolve all of them, but my initial impression was like, wait, hold on, do you just have to, can you just stop whenever you want? I mean, did they hit something in the example? No. Okay, yeah, then that's, whoops. That's Oopsie. Oopsie. Easy to fix. Oh. That, that was the yeah. one thing I, the one tiny complaint I have about Biobash. That one example. Anyways. I believe we also found a minor inconsistency. So uh, on your character cards, on the back, there's like quick rules. And I think there's a, a minor inconsistency with those rules and something that was said in the book, but it wasn't okay. a big deal. It was something you could easily figure out. Okay, so that was the, the Jenny cons, the generic yeah, consoles. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about individual stuff. Let's actually go over to the Victoria, click over to the, the actual show notes we have. Um. Hey, Matt. We did. We did meet Matt and Kyle, and they were yes. cool. They were super. And cool. they were willing to shake my hand when I was saying goodbye. Hooray! Oh, oh. Um. 
And then they washed them very thoroughly oh. immediately afterwards. <laughs> They're just, you know, being cautious. I mean, that's just, that's just good pandemic yeah. hygiene. But yeah, I was just like trying to wave at Kyle because he was eating dinner at the time. I was like, hey, we're not going to come back tomorrow. It's nice meeting you. And he like took the time to put his stuff down and come out and say goodbye. It was, it was really yeah. cool. But I am so excited they were, they were willing to take the decks from you. Um, mm-hmm. Bayou Bash is the next thing on the yep. list. It's fun. It is definitely, I feel like, a good beer and pretzels, but not too much beer, because you do need to think pretty far ahead to have any sort of success whatsoever. Just enough to get you loosened up a little bit. I mean, yes and no. It's kind of hard to plan too far ahead in that game, just because of how things change up so Mm -hmm. quickly. Mm -hmm. Okay, fair. But... Plus, I think it'd be more yeah, fun it drunk. Would, it I, would, I just, it would. Just, a, just a little bit drunk, but at some point you're just alcohol. going to be screaming because you keep going off the board because you're a dumbass <laughs> when you drink. Yes. No. I'm drink. excited. I'm excited for like alternative forms of play with that because it's modular enough. You can do stuff like the like the the bumper bowling suggestion we had for kids, or like the second they come out with an expansion, mm-hmm. we're going to play an eight man game because that sounds like chaos. lovely yeah. chaos. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's, that's I'm excited for that, and I kind of feel bad because I feel like they wanted to present both Bayou Bash and yes. Vagrant Song and heavily get people involved in those this weekend. Vagrant Song kind of stole too much from Bayou Bash, but also I feel like it's going. It has legs. People mm-hmm. are going to join. And they're going to mm-hmm. spread the word. So yes, that's, that's fine. Um, oh, one other thing I forgot to mention about how awesome weird was. Uh, so Eli didn't realize that you had to go back at the first day and ask for a mask because they didn't have them on Wednesday <laughs> night. So Eli, what did you wear instead that they just let you have on your face? I got to, I got to wear the uh, the thirty three doing the thumbs up mask, and so that was really fun. So was, our good friend. If anybody doesn't know what he's talking about, Monica on our Discord uh, has a an artistic love of 33 and has uh, done images of her doing uh, a dab, a thumbs up, a and a very uh, existential yeah. crisis face, and a T-pose, and made them available on Redbubble for masks, which we all got some of before Monica Gen Con. Shipisode fame. Yes, Monica of Shipisode fame. Yes, and, and also bonus experience. Yes, and, bonus experience. Um, Probably the thing she wants to be known for. What's the other thing? Uh, oh, it's got a long the name. One, um, I think. I'm sorry, Monica. We forgot. Okay, we love you. Also, I uh, I felt bad because like there was literally one of the people I ran into was like, "Oh, do you have any more of those stickers?" I'm like, "Fuck, I don't." <laughs> Otherwise, I would totally share. No. Oh no! Because I had the stickers on my uh, my card case. Vagrant song. Vagrant song. Moving on. Vagrant song. Oh, the big so boy. The big boy of the con. I am like Kyle said. It'd be cool to have him on to talk about vagrant song. Yes. I cannot wait. The only thing that I'm very mad about is hard to find people around here to want to play it. But I am oh, no. still slightly nervous about talking to strangers, so I just need to reach outside of my gang group. I'm sure yeah. I can find people. It's so good. Mm. Just just bully Brian's I try teams. to, but. We're not on speaking terms right now. I'm kidding. Oh. I think. Okay. I mean, I could probably text him. Just <laughs> Did you and Brian, Brian break up? Brian, are we, are well, we still no. on speaking terms? Here's your phone. He's been seeing Roman too much. <laughs> <I'm> jealous. <laughs> I called him Roman in bed once. <laughs> 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 anyway. 
was Vagrant's song. Um, uh, oh my god, the the fucking art style just pulled people it is in. Beautiful, and drove. Okay. beautiful yeah. game. Uh, and the, like it was slightly intimidating looking at like they had example boards set up like in the middle of a turn and it's it's slightly intimidating because there's a lot of modular tokens and shit on the board and you have no idea what's going on but it makes a lot of sense when you see that campaign mm-hmm. it's like oh yeah basically every single one of these numbers is just a trigger for something else to happen yes so that way you get a fuck ton of story into the game without completely bloating uh the setup, I want to say. Yeah. Because there's a lot more, mm-hmm. less elegant ways to go about that, but art style is amazing. Gameplay is super exciting and fun. I can't wait to get four people together with it. Victoria did, and I did a quick demo of two players and I was already yes. like immediately hooked. Oh, oh the, it was, it was great. The it was amazing. best part is when I ran a few demos. So I was, I'd said I was supposed to do demos, but nice, uh, Jesse, um, was doing that, and so I got to do customer service. But I still ran a few demos, especially when she ran off to lunch. Um, but showing people the westbound side of the card, yeah, I got I got mm-hmm. multiple oohs mm-hmm. from folks. That's such a cool mechanic. But mm-hmm. I, it's like I the one thing I was like, this is a very soft history lesson for you as well, because there's so much packed in there from. Um, depression era vagrant culture, which is obviously what they're pulling from, as well as uh, ghost stories around that same time. So a lot of these things have some sort of basis in real life, either terms or characters, which is what I love about weird because they do that with like all their games except for Bayou Bash. But uh, who cares about Gremlins? I didn't get a home out of that guy. <laughs> uh, anything else we want to gush about Biobash? I'm kind of like saving a lot of my ideas. Do you mean favorite song? Va- yes, vagrant song. Whoopsie. I'll just I'll just repeat mm-hmm. your gush of I'm really excited to have Kyle on the the show so we can dig into it more and like I I really want to hear about his his what gave him the spark of I want to tell this story via this game and set it in this yeah. setting because yeah. it just it comes together so well and like I, I yeah I, I looked at it initially I'm like oh that, that's another game from weird I'll give it a shot I haven't really tried any of their other board games previously and it just grabbed me and I'm like oh I haven't had a board game grab me like this since pre Malifaux days just because I want more complexity and replayability and that kind of stuff that that a lot of board games don't quite hit the mark for me on. So, ooh, excitement. It, it For me, it has all of the things I want in one of those, like, in-a-box campaign games mm-hmm. without the over-the-top clunkiness. You have to search for everything you need that a lot of them have. Yeah, it, it doesn't hit that point where you're like, I'd rather this was a video game just so the computer could run the numbers for me. I mean, it's like, it's like, I love Gloomhaven, but that's like a big ass box with a lot of things that you have to go digging for. Yeah, I saw, I saw somebody with the Gloomhaven box and good God, it is. It's a chunky I can't imagine buying that at a con because that thing is hefty. And if you don't have a place to take that box and you're dragging it around all day, you're going to have back problems by the end of the con. (laughs) Vagrant song was heavy enough, let alone dragging a Gloomhaven. Put it in a baby Bjorn. So... Like, we, we can edit, we can edit this out because this is the one thing I like really wanted to say about the Vagrant song recording. But I'm like terrified I'm going to forget it. And the interesting thing that I love weird that love about weird is that they're sort of picking things from history that 
I don't want to say people don't care about, but the knowledge or the familiarity is lost. Like yeah. <laughs> I, my, my grandparents knew about the depression. They lived through the depression. So, so it was familiar to them and their children were also very aware of it and understood it because of the stories from them. But at this point we are two generations away and millennials, like they read about it once in elementary school and suddenly it's no longer something that anyone cares about or knows anything about. And we're just reminding like, mm-hmm. Hey, that's actually a part of our history. It's a big part of our history. Just, just remember it exists. Acknowledge that that's something that we went through as a nation and fucking just in kind of enjoy it. Cause every sort of little aspect of history has its own interesting bits. It's sort of the same thing about like a Malvo itself. That's turn of the century history where 30, 40 years ago, that was enough of a topic where it's not that interesting or novel of a concept for people. Does that make any sense? Cause you're, you're allowed yeah. to tell yeah, you. Yeah, no, that, make, that makes a lot of sense. Turns out you're allowed to talk about things in history that aren't just yeah. World what? War II. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Honestly, I want a really fucking dark game revolving around World War One. That is honestly yeah. infinitely more terrifying than any of the shit you could pull from World War Two. Like, I would love like a uh, a spooky, scary monster game where like you're trapped in a maze of trenches and you've got to get to a side, hopefully your side, but something's hunting you. And if you po- even poke your head out of the ground for five seconds, you're going to be gunned down. Anyways, getting way off topic now. What's up? <laughs> the, uh, the... Um, can I talk a little oh, bit sorry. about? Yeah, go ahead. So, like everybody else, I'm super excited for Vagrant Song. It's a really pretty game. Although I do have to say, flipping through the book, one of the haints, one of the haints, specifically the Wendigo, um, kind of an issue a little bit. Um, you can be candid about it because we yeah. had this entire conversation. We yeah, we did. We did have this conversation with um, Craig right yeah. on a on a vagrant song post. Um, like the Wendigo, a lot of Native Americans or Indigenous Americans on social media have pointed out that hey, maybe don't use that, please. Um, like specifically in relation to like cryptid posts and Halloween costumes and just like storytelling for clout chasing purposes. So I'm, it makes me a little, mm, I don't really know the word. Uneasy. Yeah. Seeing it included in Vagrant Song just kind of threw me a little bit because I'm like, a lot of places I've seen has been like, Hey, this is cultural appropriation. Please don't do it. So and I'm sure Kyle and Weird and all of them weren't like d- trying to be like malicious about it, and but it it is a little problematic yeah. the would, inclusion in the game. We could probably bring that up in the other recording, and we, we further explain this out, discussed it, and what you're referring to primarily has been from TikTok, what you said, and Facebook, right? and Facebook, yeah. yes. Which is social media. Which it's, is, it's not denying their problem any at all whatsoever, but it's just the source you're getting it from. So we don't know how prevalent it is from the community as a whole. But also, I, you said it was more in reference to like Halloween costumes and other stuff like that. Halloween costumes and storytelling for clout chasing yeah. and like posts online mm-hmm. by people who aren't doing it as a exploration of folklore 
yeah. or like, hey, this is a cool cryptid thing. Yeah. Um, but sorry, anything else? N- okay. n- no, like. Like, the, the little bit I heard Kyle talking about the game, he mentioned that the Haints are almost exclusively pulled from, like, ghost stories and folk tales of that era. And so, in the in the reference to the Wendigo, that is something that has been, obviously been prevalent enough that we know it outside, people know it outside of Malifaux. And so, it's a case of, like, he, I, I would, like, I'm defending him here, but, like, I feel he probably just pulled it from Western American folklore and not specifically from the native origin because that stuff stories cross divides all the time. And I'm sure that's exactly how he intended it. I'm just saying it made you uneasy and we are fully willing to talk about things that make us uncomfortable with what weird does. Mm-hmm. Anyways, mm-hmm. <laughs> honestly, that sounds like a, a good I think we could ask that of Kyle, and he would have a really good explanation for us. Now he can prep for it. (laughs) Kyle, this (laughs) is a warning. (laughs) You've been fucking coming for you. Start writing your real good explanation (laughs) right now, Kyle. Anyway, explain yourself, coward. Uh. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, Bonanza brawl. You you, you already went through the turn. I kind of want to hit Britain at Bonanza brawl last. Okay. That's okay. Uh, Volunteering experience, as we kind of talked about. Do we want to. Through through the Uh, breach. Through the breach. That thing that we. None of us got a chance to do. Um, A couple people in in the group that was in the house that's not on Mm -hmm. the the podcast did get to play in one session. Um, But those filled up real fast. Like. We were we were ready the day that the the events opened. We had them like on our like you need to click one button and you get them. We didn't get into anything other than like those two. I think three people got into Ooh. one session, and we were trying. We we basically shotgunned at all of them to see if we could get basically fill up one session with just our people and then like throw the other tickets back, and didn't get any of them for all of them. Um, so clearly there's a there is a a hunger for more through the breach run at Gen Con. Weird, please add more of those next year. I offer Doug yes. as a fate master. Hi. Doug has My also Doug. volunteered to do fate mastering. I had a by long, the way. long, long conversation, conversation with Sean about running through the breach at Gen Con. Extremely. You know, in all honesty, the game doesn't lend itself that well to here's come here, this is your character, play the game for four hours and you get a feel for how it works. It's just Yeah, it's it just doesn't. It's it's not the best. One shots are rough with yeah. through the breach, and that's not a knock against the game. It's just no. how how it operates. So like we we talked about several things, like perhaps offering up multiple sessions to people. It's like you can come in, you can play, and actually I'll let you advance the character however the fuck you want. Kind of get that feel for it because the the turn to the the session to session changes and how your character evolves is a huge selling point which is something you kind of can't do and then there's like the issue of like do we do like a boss battler that people are very familiar with and like like you kind of assume everyone's played D&D which is a, a decent assumption but D&D is very combat heavy and do you lean into that to give them something they're familiar with or do you lean into uh, through the reaches other strengths where like there is a thousand one ways to solve a problem legitimately you can talk your way out of this you don't need a bard you just need to hug the ghost and suck it up into the soul stone around your neck <laughs> shit like that <laughs> but yes i would love to do nice. through the breach i'd love to run through the breach the one session they had available for volunteering uh 
ran over the same time I was volunteering with Victoria, and I really wanted to have that, so I, I didn't get into it this year. The other side. Oh, God. I know we, we've done a session or two of it uh, pre, pre-COVID, and they actually had uh, had Michael of Dead Aussie Gamer up to run them all that happy year. Birthday, happy birthday, Michael. Um, happy yeah. birthday, Michael. You share a birthday yeah, with our birthday, daughter. Michael. Happy birthday. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's Briar's birthday, yeah, birthday. Yeah, birthday awesome. today. She's two. Oh my god! Nice. Oh, yay! Um, but yeah, that was that was awesome, and I he did a really good job of mitigating the the time constraint issue that you mentioned, and in in a way that showcased the similarities of hey, it's a it's an RPG. There's fighting, but there's also yeah. other ways to do stuff, and I I think that's colored my uh, expectations of con through the breach a bit because you're you're on point for what you're saying exactly like the the game really shines the longer you're running it in multiple sessions to really differentiate itself from D. i think that's just one of those limitations of cons versus time and how much time of one thing people are willing yeah. to put into it i so i yeah either way i i think uh more more through the breach is never a bad thing at a con no, I think. no knock against sean either way either because apparently he ran all of them. Goodness, that's dedication. That's yep. uh, Sean yep. Overton, not yep. Yep. Sean, yep. Yep. friend yep. that we've been talking about Shadow the rest Open. of the episode. <laughs> Shadow Open. Sean? Sean? Yeah, yeah, I was confused too. Yeah, like, them and then was in all of a sudden, kind of. we were talking about other Sean, and then suddenly we're talking yeah. about okay. Uh, the other side, it's yeah. it's game. It's a game. <laughs> No, I'm that, no, that's 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 oh. that's mean. We bought the starter. We got the starter. Yay. The models are nice. lovely. They are. Especially considering it is a hundred mm-hmm. bucks for twenty-four models. Yes. Plus parts and supplies, which is a fucking steal. Right? Like yeah. that's that's a good price. And you know, well if you look at it that way this way, I don't really think you can complain about the quality. I mean it's good quality, it's still good quality. Yeah, there's like a couple of mold lines, but nothing egregious. Yeah. It's just scrape yes. them off. And I mean, effectively, yes. what you're getting there is two half armies, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, yep, yep. So for fifty mm-hmm. bucks for that entry point, it's not bad for per par- per player, essentially. Yeah, yeah. the only thing, the only yeah. thing I can possibly complain about that is Kirai and Sonya mains that need to buy a hundred dollar box to get their alt sculpts. But again, this is Malifaux, and most TOs aren't going to give a shit. If you use the original sculpt, as long as your opponent's okay with it, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I would I would argue it's not just going to be Karai and Sonya mains, especially mm-hmm. because Gwisin. Oh my god! Like I'm already sitting here going, oh no, I don't want to deal with those as, as versatile resident minions uh, or the they kind look, of stuff. Like, like they I feel look like so good. I feel like Rezzers won mm-hmm. at exchange of models. I feel yeah. like the Gwisson are a lot more useful than gunners or mages, but that's my opinion. Yeah, we haven't seen them out yeah, in the wild yet, so. I mean, from what I've been right, hearing, the guild right. players seem pretty stoked for the mages at the very least. Okay. Yeah. Well, and my, my point is, like, the guild could use like some more ubiquitous versatiles. Like, that's cool. The the Gwisson as they're, like, a versatile that has Vengeance 2? No thank you. Mm. Gross. Concern. Again, haven't, not out in the wild, haven't seen them yet. I am ready to throw my face into that blender <laughs> to find out. It's just not. It's not something that makes me excited. 
I, I have, I am, I definitely have uh, colored expectations on that. But did did you guys get a chance to to play any demos for no. other no. side while you're there? Okay, like we I had, didn't we, either. Uh, I don't think Nader and Eli did either. Okay. So we can get demos yeah. in over here. Nice. Uh, I wanted to. I wanted to ask because I know a couple of our our indie friends did, um, and they uh, we we had a couple people interested after the Kickstarter, and it kind of fell off because then third edition happened, and I've I've gotten a couple games in here and there, and people are like, oh yeah, no, this is really a, a good what everybody's heard on the internet. Yeah, this is a nice. Uh, rule set and it works really well and it's the very game pretty and exactly yeah. and after like jr our friend here ran it he immediately jumped onto our our indie weirdo indie weirdos facebook group and was like who wants to run tos in the coming weeks i am jazzed um yeah to the point where like rob was also like yeah i'm, I'm ready to, to try tos again i'm like excellent let's do this Cult to the face. Just praise uh, the burning just, out, man. just putting this out there, folks. Um, if anyone has like a, a, a hordes army that you want to get rid of, we kind we kind of need a second army here for Victoria. Just saying. I don't know. Like I'm kind of leaning cult now. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's fine. We, we haven't yes. bought it, yeah. so you can go ahead and do cult all you want. So get a hormatongi, and then you can't go wrong either way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh also yeah, get some rhinos because they're adorable. My, I guess my one complaint about oh, weird, the entire con. See, I'm not that big of a simp. I can complain a bit about them. And that's because they only had the starter in the allegiance boxes. Now, honestly, was hoping to pick up what I didn't have from the King's Empire army that was gifted to me. That's my only complaint. You only have so much shelf space. And I think everyone agrees that like because of the circumstances, not because of the game, the other side is less popular than Malifaux. And obviously they're trying mm. to push the board games this Gen Con as well. So mm-hmm. that's it. I just want to get my horsey boys and my punchy boys and <laughs> a couple other bikey well, boys. Boy models. Actually, that, that brings up another thought I had that Eli and I were talking about the other day. With Malifaux Burns being a, a big narrative shift that we aren't going to Yet. talk about in yes. detail at the moment yet. Um, but with that being such a big narrative shift, I'm kind of wondering between that and the like Gen Con preview video that Matt and Kyle put out uh, day one or right before the con um, showing two new allegiances for the other side. I'm kind of wondering if next year, instead of there being a new Malifaux book, new other side book, or even if there is one, it'll be, a, it'll be a smaller scale kind of a, a big deal. And they'll do a big other side year. Because I think alternating years kind of like that would allow them to move the story forward on both sides of the breach in in different ways, as well as work both Mm -hmm. games to, to, at this point, yeah, give water, water the Mm -hmm. other side a bit more. Yeah. I, yeah, I can see, I still think they're going to do a book, but that's not going to be the focus of their attention, as you said, because we still need starters for the other factions. And I really, really hope mm-hmm. they get those out within a year's time. Because that's what I told people. Whoops. But, like, yeah. like, a lot of people came and was like, hey, where do I start? I was like, we got starters, but only three, three, three of them. Uh, whoops. Yeah. I'm going to be excited like, for full disclosure. Like, 
which faction do you yeah. like? There's a yeah, box I'm, for I'm that. I'm assuming we'll get that, and it would, make, it would make sense for them to put that out, because only doing the Dual Master boxes for the next year seems a bit too samey. And also, you know, like, I would like mm-hmm. my, my versatiles. I'd also like to fill out some some holes that my faction has, because we got nothing for... Mal- uh, anyways, um, not salty whatsoever. I need more pretties to sit in my paint box. Yes. Uh, we need more pretties. Give us more pretties. So I feel like the next book would be like the starters and maybe a few other things just to throw it in there. So like every faction has like a couple new stuff to play with. But I like we as a community. <laughs> the next four jockeys. As a, <laughs> yes. as a community, I feel like the titles is more than a year's worth of digestion. Mm-hmm. We need. Yeah. Mm. As far as changes, oh, yeah. sure. that, we, we for sure, that was a twelve full year deal. of digestion. We have, we basically have a out. brand new fucking game to figure out. Yeah, I'm so exciting. There's just some. Uh, it's so exciting. Ah. Oh, on on the subject of titles, uh, there's been some people confused as to when you actually pick which title you're playing in the game. That is answered in that uh, video that Matt and Kyle put out. Uh, I think it's like 25 minutes or something. I forget the time spot, but essentially it was, yeah, you name the master, don't care about the title, and you pick the title when you are building the crew, which is what we thought it was on the on the rule book. But it's really nice to hear that directly, literally directly from the designer's mouth. Okay. Uh, I think that's that's everything. So we can finally talk about yep. Bonanza Pro. Unless you want to talk about Henchman Hardcore. Oh, do you, do yeah. you guys want to talk about the henchman hardcore? I, it was it was a henchman hardcore. Yeah, it was it was a hardcore. I know Rob, our friend, and a couple of other indie folks played. Uh, they had a good time after talking with them after the Malifo tourney. I heard some similar statements around the same people of sportsmanship okay. concerns. Uh, for the, for the same reason, no one was like straight up cheating or anything. But it was just kind of a you're here to have fun, no. right? More, more of just a. This is an oddity to see in There's this community. A, what a are you huge doing? Huge chasm between I'm here to play a tournament and I'm here to win a tournament. Yes, I think it's yes. a good expression to use. Um, yeah, but other than that, I heard nothing but good things about the the hardcore. Um, it was fun. Rob had a nonsense list, <laughs> and at one point, I know he had to face a oh, mirror. No, oh of no, it, I saw that uh, game, which was, was hilarious. Double nonsense. Yeah, I will. I will not reveal his secrets here because I know I'm forgetting at least one model of it. Oh, that's yeah, but yeah. Hilarious the, the nonsense. Don't care about killing. Just score this strategy and not give a shit about the schemes set up. Oh, that's B. That's yeah, B. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Beeb. Beeb. Yeah. The BB boy. The BB BB boy. Beeb. Roman won't reveal it here, but yeah. Doug sure will. Like, I'm only revealing parts of it because I can't. I, I've, I'm a few drinks in at this point. Baby. Whatever. But okay, <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Beeb and, Wait, Beeb and Calypso, just with the points reduction, just kind of breaks that game over its knee a little bit. Yeah, just, just kind of a little bit. Ten stones for those two? Okay, sure. <laughs> That's fair. Like, Fuck okay. your hardcore. Like, the game uh, was not balanced around him and hardcore. No, it was it's not. just yeah. a fun game type. So, like, yep. winning henchman hardcore, like, that's nice, I guess. Um, anyways, uh, Bonanza Brawl. <laughs> Is a Bonanza Brawl. Hey, uh, yeah. have you heard about this cool new game called Bonanza Brawl? It's a modification of All Out Brawl from Weird Games. No affiliation. Like, no, no, like, the, don't give them credit for it. Give them credit <laughs> for, like, the massive amount of work that this game is based off of, of course. 
Like, obviously, Bonanza Brawl is amazing because 95% of it is off the fucking back of weird games, but no, give me the credit for that. Um, We finally got some (laughs) in-person games. It was so great, and it's still as fun as fuck. Like, more fun because you don't have to worry about Vassal. Yeah. Yeah, but that just little bit of validation where, like, everyone's having fun and it's a blast felt so fucking good. And also just having the cards in hand. And they're so pretty. That was that mm-hmm. was nice. That felt real nice. Just yeah. like, ah, I have this now. Easy. Uh, one thing that was very interesting is like people placed or held on to their upgrade cards in very different ways. And I just sort of assumed everyone would make a giant wizard stack that I forced them to do for pictures. <laughs> whatever, whatever works for you, dude. But like, ah, it works so well and the markers worked well and like we didn't find any like super duper pain points. So it was also kind of another bit of a play test you couldn't do with, with all the Vasco testing, but like so happy. And I'm I'm gonna be we're gonna be pushing the game over the entire year and can it, like giving out decks where we can when I can afford it. Cause I, I just have so much faith in this game and like the idea out there, putting this out there lovely listeners you including you developers i know you're listening uh we, we know you listen we want some sort of official semi-official bonanza brawl tournaments next gen con at the very least let us run it and let us use the space you can wash your hands of us and say oh we didn't know they were running that oh that i'll, ah, I'll have a, a talking <laughs> to them you're doing open oh play. darn they, they shouldn't have done oh. that for sure <laughs> I don't know why they're from Minnesota. All of a <laughs> oh, oh, you betcha! Fuck yeah, I will. I would love to because we only got two games in because I didn't understand, had no idea how Gen Con worked and how organization worked. I would love to have more games, but it, it's finding people because people aren't just like milling about the stores looking for games. That's not how Gen Con works. I'm not sure I was expecting that to happen, but like, still had to find people to play as eager as I was to play. But I got feedback when I posted the stuff on mm-hmm. a weird place, like, hey, people wanted to play this. And so if you, please, if you get buy Bonanza Brawl stuff and you play a game, take pictures, post it on a weird place, but only if you have fun with it. If you genuinely don't like the game, please tell me, tell me what I could possibly do to make it better, because uh, it's it's our baby. We all worked on it very, very hard. And two two years of love for a game where we're not game developers and we all have actual actual lives yeah okay no that's that seems lives that aren't game developer lives yeah yeah, lives where we're not putting eight hours a day into a game company this is our job yeah we we just want people to have fun with it and we think they will so and here's the bonus like if we get a good feedback on it and people love it uh we'll probably do another deck Yes. Bonanza Brawl Deck 2. Yes. Electric with, Boogaloo. This time it's not Deck 1. Yes, and this time the suits are yellow <laughs> roses, brown swine, orange dragons, and teal compasses. Because we don't actually have to like hold yeah. ourselves to the typical four deck suits. We can do whatever guys. we want. Admittedly, the, the Bonanza Brawl Deck has the benefit of also being a regular Malifaux deck, but still. Uh, yeah, plenty of ideas there. We could help. It, it, with a little bit of creativity, we could do more than two decks. But that's if only people want it. So yes. um, that's enough of me talking about Bonanza Brawl. I'm sure you all love it very much and have things to say about it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Team sure. Ginger. It game. Bird Jensen having Black Blood was fun. 
And what was the most interesting? Uh, to recklessly bleed on you. What was the like some of the really fun combinations? Because like I just went uh, over how Neil Henry was just going to stab people with a Gatling gun really, really well. What else did I get on Bert? Uh, we had some fun passing around the uh, the Red Joker one. Oh uh, yes, uh, get, getting <laughs> the the Boxcaster's blessing. Yay! And just. Everyone yeah, ending that up one. with a, with a couple, uh, couple soul stones. To immediately spend, because you're getting yep. spanked at that point. It's like, oh, you've got the soul stones! Get him! <laughs> 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 then, eventually, was it you who grabbed it and took the actual, the other side of the false claim? Someone did. Someone took the false claim side to score, to actually score points. Yeah, I think that was Eli. Like some kind of coward. <laughs> Someone no? did. Okay. I, I appreciate Eli. all of the uh, the flavor text on the cards. You did a really good job I with mean, that. I mean, it's 100% Ooh. my our brand of humor, so it might not work for everyone, but I still think, like, Professor Philip Swift's incredible flexible tape is always going to be funny. Yeah, yeah. it's perfect. Yeah. Anyone who doesn't find that funny just... Mm, is wrong. Stop, stop being friends with mm-hmm. them. Don't play this game. You're not going to enjoy the cards. Yeah. So as mentioned earlier, I only got to play like the round or two we played with the the Bayou yeah. starter at the con. But this last oh, yeah. Wednesday, as kind of a, a recovery from con, but still wanting to go to regular Malifaux game night, we ran uh, a brawl and a half, really, yeah. uh, at our, our game night, Eli and I did. Uh, and uh, out of respect for Nate, I ran Gracie. Since he was not there to run her. Go, Gracie, go. Uh, and she won with 29 I'm points. I'm sorry, did you say 29? Holy shit. 29 a points. Gun. For, I was at the bottom for, of that one with con- three, like for context, three points. For context, the game I won, I won at 17 points, and that was like seven above the next person. Holy hell, 29 points. Yeah. Um... Total total upgrades on Gracie, who did not die uh, the entire that'll game. Do it, that'll, that'll do it. Gracie! Yeah. Um, <laughs> had Lust Violin with a lure, had the Percolator with Twitchy, Ooh. which I totally forgot about several times, had picked up Sloth's base from someone else's Me. corpse, your corpse, uh, to get hide in the barrel, because Gracie having staggered she barely cares about, and two more shielded every turn is great. <laughs> Um, picked up from the treasure pile the Masamune, so she's running around with a katana sticking out of her mouth. And then at the very end of the game, grabs the yeah, Gatling Gracie gun. The Gatling gun. It seems like destiny. Gracie gets the Gatling gun. Yep. It needs to mm-hmm. happen. Yeah. Huh. Yep. No, there, there was a point. There was a, a big fight over at one of the other treasure piles after one of our players who was running a a mature Nephilim with the upgrade to get them a three-inch oh, no. range, which is gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was Gray, who ran our Vagrant Song demo, and he is a perfect gentleman. Um, but he, he basically hit me once and flew off because he got the point for it. So I was kind of left there be like, well, I'm going to grab a couple more treasures and ride with me away so I'm in scoring position. And then next turn, I'm going to drop a scheme, ride with me, drop a scheme. And the next turn, I think it was like, drop a scheme, Ride with me, pick up a, another uh, upgrade, and off of off of Eli's corpse, and then I got into a fight. And all of these times, I'm I'm soaking up extra points from the the schemes and the upgrades. 
Oh, I no. think I attacked with the katana once, and the other attack I made was actually her regular attack because I had the ram in hand for tear off a bite to get me back above hard oh, to kill. There she go. <laughs> Something um, would not have happened except she also took two black jokers from different people oh, on incoming geez. damage. Go crazy, go! <laughs> it was true Disgusting. nonsense and everything that that Bonanza Brawl should be. My highlight of the night was uh, the second game when I was playing uh, Hungering Darkness and I got a card that I could put above it that said, call me Mr. Oh, Tickles. Okay. <laughs> okay, I didn't realize that was actually something you drew. I thought it was just like, hey, these cards go together. Ha-ha. No, I, I drew that and it made me happy. Because it's <laughs> just, it added one to uh, the terrifying. Oh, so it was terrifying 12 huggy. Oh, jeez. Yep. I did not do as well that game because I was the only either not terrifying or not reckless model on the board. But yeah, uh, for those of you... That was a Huggy, two Rexes, and an Elijah. <laughs> yeah. And and my poor little uh, Flamatar Arcane Emissary over there. <laughs> poor little Ten Soulstone model. See, I, feel, I feel bad for Elijah in that match. He's the only human. Everything else is monsters. Yeah, but... He's... Yeah, but he's reckless and has a great sword. He doesn't he's... care. <laughs> He's and not reckless. He is, however, uh, ruthless. ruthless. Ruthless, ruthless. So yeah, yeah I don't think he gives a flying fuck about monsters. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, awesome. You guys had fun with that. Very, very happy. Very happy, Doug. Happy Doug noises. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think that's 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 it. That's I, I think this yeah. is a pretty good place to stop. Yeah, love talking yeah. about Gen Con. Sorry if you were expecting more Malifaux content, but. Soon we're we'll going to we're, we're going to record our thoughts on all the fun stuff that came into through Malfa Burns and yeah. our yeah. off the cuff yeah. thoughts and predictions and how the world's going to blow up. Mm-hmm. So or has already. Uh, do we have anything else we want to say about the con? All oh, right. Uh, so us white males have an issue that I need to bring up. It is very consistent. Of a problem, at least enough of a problem that I encountered in multiple times in Victoria, even more times. And that is the issue of if you're in a convention and you're walking in a straight line, don't fucking stop for no goddamn reason <laughs> to scratch your ass or whatever. Holy shit. Yeah, like, you I, gotta kind of veer off and not, not take up traffic. Yeah, go find, a, go find a place to stop on, or God forbid, if you reverse, I'm going to slap There's- you. There was plenty. There was plenty of room for that this con. Like just, just veer off to one of the little side alleys, get close to a wall, and then you can not block traffic anymore. Come on. Yeah, Gen Con was great, and the people Rules of the road. People in general were great, but that one thing just like stuck out. It's like you're just walking along, all of a sudden the person from you stops, and you got to figure out a way around them uh, without like slapping them, even though you really want to. It's rude. Come on, guys, do better. All of you. Every single one of those people listens to the podcast, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Doubt it, but maybe. <laughs> All right. Uh, any any other con thoughts? Con thoughts? No? No? Nope. I had a lot of fun, and I want it to be next year so we can do it again. Oh, yeah. And I hope you guys can make it out again next year. Oh, yeah, yeah we're hoping. Fucking love that. I would love to be so goddamn busy with Gen Con running stuff and volunteering for shit. Yeah. Like, the the... Buying stuff, fine, fun. Demoing games, cool. But I, again, I'm a big enough of a simp that I would absolutely love to just dedicate my time to this company. Because uh, I love it that much. Love you guys. Um, that was really... Anyways, um, 
Okay, I guess that's that's good. So cue the cue the background music if we haven't. Five card shuffle. I'm your host, Doug. Thank you for listening to Sea Empowered Scoundrels. With me is very, 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 very often is Victoria. Hello. Nate. Night, everybody. Robin. Me. And Eli. Bye. And again, thank you for listening. I hope you have some wonderful Malifaux games, wonderful The Other Side games, wonderful Through the Breach and Vagrant Song and Bayou Bash. And if you're very, very lucky and one of the cool people, some very awesome Bonanza Ball games. <laughs> uh, see you next time. Bye. Bye. Get the stoppy thing. songs used in this production are Villainous Treachery and Five Card Shuffle. All music is created by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.